With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually, I can't. You're kind of breaking up, actually. Okay. Well, hopefully that'll go away. I'm going to put on some uh, an earbuds here for a second. What's that? Yeah, I, I might have some phone issues here later, too. I, I, my, phone's, my cell phone's acting up, and the house phone uh, never works from back in my room um, from where the... Uh, you know, the bases or whatever, but, uh, yeah, what did you say? Oh, actually, actually, uh, for quite a while, uh, Chuck and I have been talking about how we, you got on the air and you started talking about this female entity. I don't remember, I don't know if you remember saying this. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do, actually. Um, We got all all excited about that because, uh, actually what happens is, um, I don't want to call it a warning or anything, but I kind of prep people ahead of time individually uh, that they're she's probably going to contact you. Right. And then we have interesting stories about how some, sometimes she actually beats me to the punch, literally like that very day. A couple no, hours, a couple yeah, hours what before I get to tell them and uh, she already contacts them. She does it in different yeah. ways. But this is going on for a long time. Anyway, the reason I say that is because... Um, I mentioned this to Chuck. I just called him, and uh, I'd like to get him on so you can hear him talk about it a little bit But because he's in our, had interactions with her. But um, we don't have to add him right now. We can do it later if he wants up to you. <laughs> just well, yeah, you. just uh, – um, yeah, we got him. Just give me, like, a couple, like five minutes or something. But, um, yeah, yeah, whatever. So I think when I mentioned her, what I was talking about, if I, if I remember correctly, I was I – was, I think I was talking about my maybe psychedelic experiences with uh, DMT and how uh-huh. that's that's a uni- universally always associated with a female entity. That's not. I mean, if you, if you read into it, it's, it's yeah. pretty much ninety-eight percent of the time it's always female. Some people say they're female entities, but it's from you know my experience or what I've read into. I've had you know mostly just mushrooms and DMT, and mushrooms seem to be like a, a male entity, which is kind of weird because. Seems like there's a physical correlation, you know. Here we go the anusology here, or whatever. But uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, mushroom sort of looks like a penis, right? Uh, trust me, I'm not going to go all down that road. But it's funny that popped in my head. But um, yeah, I think that's what I meant when I brought that up. And I don't think she's evil, you know. Or I don't think she's an agent for evil, in my experience. But um, but yeah, this other thing that you're talking about, um, which I don't know if you like communicated that to me like the first night because literally i remember it was the night it was the day after that podcast the first time i ever talked to you and you might have tried i'm not saying you're trying to hide it i'm just saying you might have tried to communicate that it didn't kind of really register i mean it was obviously it was the first time we ever talked and um i think i don't know if 
Actually, I think I don't think uh, you know because the, the Emily. Whenever I uh, the idea of Emily, whatever happened to Emily, I think that I didn't even that that didn't get brought up the first night. So I wasn't even aware that you know, or at least to the degree of what you know you were trying to communicate, if you you know um, even said it that night mm-hmm. with um, with what you know what happened to her and everything, uh, but. Yeah, I, and, you know, what happened to me is, I mean, I can't really, I don't really want to get into details, um, but, and I can't really clearly articulate it. It's kind of totally well, You can give me the details if you want. I like details. <laughs> well, it was just, like I said, I, I had, like, I mean, I consider myself a, you know, I mean, I'm a moral objectivist, and this is a whole other idea, and that's what I sort of mean when I mean natural law. I think, you know, it's like a law in reality that is objective, just um. like physics you know, kind of thing. Uh-huh. So that's always at the forefront of my mind in every interaction, right? So, like, I don't have, like, you know, I don't even know what the right word is, like, impure thoughts or whatever. Like, I was having, like, sociopathic, like, kind of kill people type of thoughts. Uh-huh. Like, and that never, I, I mean, never. I, I, it's not like there's any tendency that I've ever had with that. And it was just so strange that it popped into my head. I'm like, that's what, that's how I immediately recognized it because it was like an alien thing. I was like, what, what the hell is this? You know? And then I don't even think I connected the dots with like, you know, like I said, it was the first time I talked to you. And I think a couple, you know, I, don't, I guess how many podcasts I've, you know, called in like two or three or four or something that, you know, Emily brought up her thing. And I was like, I kind of connected the dots later in my head. And I was like, well, this is really actually interesting because, um, you know, uh, to my mind, like I said, it was so rare that, uh, that I just know something was up, you know, very uh, extraordinary or out of the ordinary. And then you talk about, you know, everybody else has sort of had similar uh, experiences. So, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully actually, that was just a demon, uh, but it could be technology because it's happened over and over again. So. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, I mean... I just want to say, I mean, they they don't they don't like this podcast, and you you can I won't talk about it on the air, but you can see it on i i iTunes. I actually go there every day to see what they're doing. They're holding me back, and they allow uh, all these other podcasts uh, to be uploaded, um, you know, within hours of when they do something new. And uh, mine can sit there for they sat there as long as ten days, and they won't do anything. You know, this is very interesting because, like, I you know. This is why, like, I sort of, this is another reason I wanted to keep this part off the air, because I, I don't think this way. I don't want it to come off the wrong way. But, you know, I'm like, I, one of the reasons I respect you is because, you know, you call it like a highly conspiratorial, how do you phrase it? Like, a, like a, you say it better than I do, but I, I sort of think we think in a similar way, at least uh-huh. in general terms. Uh-huh. And so, so the idea of you being an agent popped in my head right away. I mean, uh-huh. when I say agent, agent is just the word, you know, I think it's important to start with definitions. An agent, if you look it up, it just means a person acting for someone else. So I don't, when I say agent, you could be an agent for good or bad or for some, yeah. Lately, you know, I've been using the team or whatever. Operative. You may have heard me use the word operative. What do you, what do you, what word? using the word operative. Operative? I haven't heard that. O- operative. O-P-E-R. Operative, operative. Okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Let me yeah. get your off. But, um, yeah, so, like, I'm just throwing that out as a possibility because I, I consider all possibilities, right? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But uh-huh. I'm not t- saying I necessarily have that opinion, but I have to consider it. But 
you know, and, and you're, you're, you're saying you're, you know, that it's, I mean, really to conclude from what the experiences that I had, which I, I totally feel validated in, I know they're real and you, you're telling me that other people have it. So I can only conclude two things, either your agent or agents are watching your interactions very closely. And yeah. both are super interesting to me because yeah. I mean, as far as the technology and, you know, even with the NSA and their spying and how sophisticated that is, you're talking about a whole other level. You're talking about magic, basically. And they could be in this room. They, they don't even need, really, technology. They could have, uh, you know, the whole, uh, what is it, uh, extrasensory perception, you know, reading the body type stuff. And if you're talking about witchcraft, I mean, I, I have, you know. And, uh, you know, some people want to sort of demonize psychedelics or whatever. I, I think it's they're amazing tools. I, mean, I want to do a show with you on that. People yeah, I mean, I could. I could I could talk uh, pretty extensively on those. I mean, uh, I mean, if you give me that, you know, but I actually, you know, something like like this, like I want to sort of be prepared. It's like I mean, my mind is just like uh, kind of like I say ADD. I mean, some people say it's not a real thing, but I mean, it's kind of like there's four things going in my head at all times. I don't know if you know this. Like I, I jump around all of, and I, I like a lot of times I don't really like. Um, I think later in hindsight, I'm like oh, I should have like because. I never get like the, you know, if there's four things going in my head all, all at once. I never get the whole narrative, you know, narrative A, you know, to 100% or narrative B to 100%. They're all like, you know, sort of somewhere in between, if that makes any sense. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm curious, like, okay, so this is what I want to get from you. Like, I'm totally open to having Chuck come on. I want, I want to know, like, your whole, like, you know, Witchcraft 101 and, like, what you think on it or whatever term you want to associate with this and, like, what your opinion is on who's doing this and then whatever everybody else has experienced. That's um, what I'm interested in, really. Because, I mean, I I have 100% to me. I mean, I can't prove it to anybody else. It's an anecdote, like, you know, but it's 100% validated to me. I had something happen to me the day after I talked to you, which is just, you know. The, the first time? You know, one, yes. I mean, dude, it was, yes. I mean, I'm not going to say I've never had, like, you know, um, to, to that extent, I've never had thoughts like that, that I can ever remember. So is that all uh, that happened? You had those thoughts? It's all that happened. I mean, look, like I said, man, and, I, you know, some people could take this, you know, take it whatever way. I mean, I'm not saying it's an egotistical kind of way or whatever, but I don't think they have any power over me. I think they can only uh, – I think you really have to um, – this is what I really mean by sovereignty. I mean, I don't, I don't think any man has any control over me. I mean, you know, you could, you could bring me – you could say – you know, the argument, well, I can't prove that they're not. And this is like a whole, like, logical, you know, kind of mystery to me. I mean, it's like, you can get into the whole logic of it. People are like, what is it, the absence of um, evidence is not, absence of evidence is not evidence of absence, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Is the kind of way I understand it, which I don't fully understand that argument because it's like a huge argument. But you could say that. I mean, really, I mean, all the things you're saying, you could include a number of things. If you're talking about a fake nice guy, I mean, you could almost really conclude from that that everything is fake. I mean, you could, you could I mean, really, I mean, you're talking about a, and you're talking about supernatural metaphysical forces. I mean, we could be, it could be like headed out to the matrix. It could not just be the sky. Yeah, it you have that whole sort of matrix uh, holographic type reality theory to say. Yeah, and and dude, look. I mean, that's what, you know, uh, I don't mean to keep harking back to psychedelics, but I mean, it's, it's, with this kind of talk, it's just like, it's, it's funny how I can always associate back to that experience because, I mean, if you want to talk about connecting with, like, 
I wouldn't say infinite consciousness, but more like a holographic, like plugged into frequencies, and like you become the forest. <laughs> you know, I mean, that doesn't make sense to anybody unless you've like I can't describe that to you unless you've been there. You know, it's like your your sensory apparatus expands to like the forest or wherever you are. You see so much further, and what's weird, and when you, and also DMT, which is even more, and I think a lot of the the um, uh, kind of science backed by DMT, like the this, I don't know if you've seen the spirit molecule, but this guy gets into like the whole like pineal gland, third eye, and uh, it's, it's actually it is produced um, in the body. Now they use uh, extra species extrapolation, you know, which they do that for all things. I mean, they, they study mice's pineal glands, and they have discovered that they extract dimethyltryptamine, which is crazy. I mean, if you want to extrapolate and say because mice, then because us then the most potent psychedelic drug on the planet, your brain makes. And when you smoke it, and you can smoke it or drink ayahuasca, you can drink it or smoke it. I only smoked it. Um, but it, it's literally like dreaming. I don't know if you've ever had a dream and you've had like um, gold kind of running through your fingertips. You're like waking up and you're like, you know, like for two minutes you're reeling about it. And then it's just like, what was I talking about? DMT is exactly like that. Hmm. Exactly like that. It's so weird. It's like, and it's like, not only that, but it's like, um, you know, I don't, I'm sure you've had the dreams where like, you're, um, you think you're on the edge of like discovering some, you know, reality breaking key, you know, the key, you know, with a capital K or something. Yeah. It's like right on the other side. And, and then two minutes later, you have no idea what you're even talking about. And you can't, obviously you can't articulate that to people. And even you have to even do it multiple times for even to like, register enough in your brain to even bring this experience back enough to your memory so you can access it with your memory. That's how like, like slippery it is, you know? And it's just so, I mean, I think you would, you would really uh, find it fascinating and it's, you know, it's, it's just, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, I, I especially, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, of course, abuse, you can abuse anything. You can use something or you can abuse anything. And of course, abusing things are bad and wrong, but, not good for you, especially on a spiritual level, but I mean, the right, I mean, I might use psychedelic drugs like once a year. Oh, God, fucking, why? hacking me out here. Um, so, yeah, that's not abuse. And, you know, I, I tell people I do that for spiritual reasons, so, and it really is. I mean, it, it, you know, but anyways, I'm sort of ranting, but I, I'd like to get, you know, like like I said, it's, uh, you know, kind of give me the whole breakdown on, like, what you think this whole phenomenon is, whatever term you're associated with, witchcraft or whatever, and then who's doing it, what your opinion, and then what everybody's told you about what interaction they've had with that, and then you can bring the chuckle in or whatever if you want. Is it okay if I get a check on the call? Yeah, sure. I got a second. I'll take a look at Adam. <clears throat> and if I, um, like I said, my cell phone's been, it's, it's acting all right now, but I'm having positive. It might just uh, hang up, so if it does, I'll call you right back. Okay. And it might be from another number because I have, might have to use my house phone, but probably not. I'm just saying, if it does. So this is a guy. Uh, he sort of sounds like Aussie or something, Australia, I think. Is that what you're talking about? Or was Chuck um, the guy that was on last time? Huh? Yeah, I'm with Joel. Oh, oh okay. Joel. Hey man. Okay. And so real you, quick, I uh, 
I haven't said this yet on the show, but I can say it uh, if we do a, a psychedelic show together. And I, I just reminded myself I need to uh, upload a, a show in room two about DMT. You know, it's another podcast, somebody else's. And, uh, oh, you do one? Do that. I forgot about it. Anyway, what I haven't said on the show I can say when I get on with you is that um, I believe that all natural uh, psychoactive substances are beneficial. They have to be used in a disciplined, uh, ritual fashion, and I, I don't think there's hardly anybody in our culture that's capable of doing that. But that doesn't right. mean that the substance itself is bad. And, uh, this doesn't mean the substance is what? It, it, there's nothing wrong with the substance. Right, it's like right. in of itself. Yeah. Now, now, here's what I believe, and uh, I can explain why I believe these things, because there's a reason for it. But uh, well, do you think? Well, you guys, jump in real quick. They made, they made all these substances illegal. Not every one of them, because there's certain things like morning glory seeds you can easily get away right. stuff like that. Okay, but um, they did this for a reason. And and here's what I believe, just in a nutshell, is that all of these substances, at least potentially, they can open uh, centers of uh, you know consciousness that are blocked for some reason, partially, whatever. And uh, this works in the, sh- in the short term. It's kind of like jump-starting, um, you know, your, your, uh, your mind. Uh, it gives you a, a greater uh, level of awareness. And it's kind of like I compare it to this mind machine that I have. Uh, with sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't mean to, any, can you can turn your it? volume up real quick? Can you turn your volume up? Do you have volume? Yeah. It can, uh, so I'm having a little bit of trouble. I can hear you somewhat well, but if you could turn it up, it's cool. Okay, a mind Look machine... Up. Uh, can an advanced mind machine can put you uh, in any kind of uh, brainwave state that you you can just dial right into it. And the reason I bring it up is because it's a substitute for meditation. You don't need to meditate anymore. It's easy, and so it's kind of like doing a cheap way, but it actually works. You know, because meditating to get into a fever state, it can take many years. Some people can't even yeah. do it. And so anyway, it, it's kind of like that. I don't. It's not the recommended method, but now here's what I also believe. Okay. Um, I can totally be weaponized. I mean, CIA. I, I, I also believe. Shit, what was I going to say? Uh, Chuck and I were talking this one night. Um, remember that one night we got revelation on psychoactives, uh, Chuck? Um, shit, I'm trying to figure out what, what the heck I came up with. Oh. I can't think of it right now. Anyway, I lost it. Hopefully, I'll get that back. Well, what I was going to say is. Uh, when you said uh, you, you were talking, uh, the first question when you first brought it up, uh, you're saying you know why you believe what they are. I, I think they might actually be conscious beings in of themselves, um, and this is the means of contacting them. I mean, like I said, I've made contact. I mean, and you know, you, I've heard you say that you know low doses are kind of the way to go, and like you know, it's like I was saying earlier, like you know, I'm all about um, proper, responsible use. Like I said, I mean. Uh, I, I think, first of all, it's hard to abuse psychedelic drugs just because of the nature of them, but I, I know people that have, but it, it's not like they're abused um, in the, in the, or the, to the frequency or as much as, you know, something like cocaine or heroin or something like that, you know. There's many more people abusing those drugs, but what I'm saying is um, um, I, I think that, uh, well, yeah, so you're talking about low doses, and you can have a, you know, you can't make contact with entities in low doses is my point. Um, Okay, I've taken yeah. very large uh, doses, and that's that's when you have like synesthesia and you make contact, and you just have these utterly um, 
transformative experiences. I mean, I, I've only, I mean, I've, I've probably taken psychoactive, you know, like I said, just mushrooms um, and DMT probably close to a hundred times. And I've only had, like, I can count the bad trips I've had on, like, one hand probably, maybe, you know, less than 10 for sure. Um, so it's always been a positive thing. It's all, and it's very transformative. Like I said, I don't, I don't, you know, um, abuse them at all. I mean, if some, some, I don't think I've ever abused those drugs. Um, but there was, there was definitely, you know, a time in my life where I took them much more frequently, maybe, you know, once every two months or something like that. But now I might do it once a year or twice a year. If, you know, I'm feeling a little crazy, but you know, I actually haven't done them for about a year and a half. So, okay. I remember what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, and I'd, I'd have to explain why I came to this conclusion. But I, I came to the conclusion that these uh, substances are more beneficial now than they have been all through uh, world history. The reason they because they can jumpstart your awareness, and people need that more than ever because they've been artificially yeah. shut down, these psychic therapies, and, you know, just with environmental toxins, but also with propaganda, stuff like that. And because uh, they tell you it's real when people start to believe it. And... Uh, yeah. And so we need, to, we need these substances more than ever. And this is the reason why they made them illegal if they were doing it in the 19th yeah. century. You see that? Yeah, mind control, man. It's all about control. Yeah, it's 100% mind control. Yeah. Uh, that's, what, that's, that's fundamentally, I mean, I think everything that we talk about can be broke down, can be reduced to mind control. I mean, almost everything. I mean, that, that's really essentially the agenda. You know, I mean, it's, it's every, I mean, to my mind, I can't think of one single thing that we would talk about uh, if there's an agent, you know, in, in, in objective reality, we could talk about other beings or whatever, but you know, if you're operating in objective reality, uh, you know, and all these conspiracies we're talking about, there's agents that are they're essentially, they might not even do it consciously, but, but what the tool they're using is mind control. I mean, that's what it is. That's why I love Jim Keith, man. I, I got to really read everything that he's, a, um, I remember you mentioned you've read, you've, I only read his uh, one book, mass control. Yeah, I got but it. I read that book in one sitting. I could not put it down. I sat there for 12 hours and, and read the whole thing. I mean, it was mm-hmm. brilliant. I mean, I, I already knew everything that you said, basically, but he just articulated it, like, in 250 pages, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah. Um, what, about the, what about the witch, man? So, let's get on that. Like, what? Well, she's, she's so, um, uh, let's, let's so the how do you know thing. it's a she, which is... Um, okay, well, uh, the, the number one thing uh, that, okay, there's two major things that we talk about behind the show immediately. We talk about uh, getting revelation, and, right. um, and we talk about uh, a, an entity that's, that's ruling everything. Um, she acts as right. a regent between her and, and the father. He's, he's placed her in a position of authority, and she's, she's running the show down here, but she takes, also takes orders from him. Okay. And... Uh, She's so there's like the Mary archetype, maybe something like that. Or okay, right now I'm the world expert on her. I have a relationship with her. I, I know just about everything there is to know about her that's significant. And um, if you don't know about her, then you're you're largely clueless because um, she's Lost. everywhere. Right. And this culture, this culture is a reflection of her. She's a gray entity uh, that historically <laughs> varied between. You, are, you gotta stop, man. Uh-huh. Man, when I when I saw when I, when I had the one experience with DMT where like she came and touched me, that man, that's the experience I told you about. Mm-hmm. She was one hundred percent gray. What well, she she was very like um, I don't know the right word, you know, kind what of like she was. What do you mean she was gray? 
She was gray. I saw her, dude, like 100%. Like, even DMT is like hyper reality. I knew that experience more than I know what's right in front of my face right now. That was 2,000% real. She shot, like, DMT is like getting shot out of a, smoking it. Um, it's like getting shot out of a cannon, you know, if you want to use an analogy. It, it, like, psychedelics, you know, you, if you eat them, they, you know, it takes a, an hour to break down your stomach and eat your bloodstream. You smoke it. It goes directly to your brain, and like I said, DMT is the most potent one. It is literally like getting shot out of a cannon. Uh, she shot down into my wall. She looked like, okay, this is what she looked like. She was gray. She had a very slim, slender. You could kind of call her like a gray, but not a, not a, a small gray. She was probably like five foot five, maybe six foot tall. Um, she was very slender. Looked like she maybe what you like call a regular, tall gray. She looked like a woman. Yeah, she definitely had a woman's figure, and she had a she had like a triangular head sort of. It was like um, I would have to draw it, but it was definitely like looking alien-like. But it was like kind of like came up to a point at the top, you know. And it was sort of like I couldn't see her face. Like it's one thing it was like for whatever reason, maybe it was like in the periphery, which it wasn't. It's somehow like she was occulting her face or whatever. But everything else was like I saw and I could. You know, it's one hundred percent in my memory. I can you know bring it all back, but I, I couldn't look at her face. But I know exactly, like, you know, like I said, gray. Like, well, it was gray. <laughs> That's a weird way he said that, because uh, she was gray. How long ago did this yeah. happen? What's that? How long ago did this happen? This happened 2013, probably-ish. Okay. Hmm. 2012, 2013. That's pretty far back. So, yeah. Uh, what she does is um, she appears to people knowing that I will, that they will tell me and then I will interpret uh, what happened for them. She does this deliberately. So wait a minute, wait a minute. Are we talking about the same, okay, so are we talking about two different people, like this whole benevolent, like I said, when I first brought up this, the one I'm talking about, I think it's a benevolent force, a good one, and the one that, you know, I think is a different one, um, is the one you're talking about that, you know, is, is kind of screwing with people and the experience I had the uh, night after I talked to you. Are these the she's, same? She's, she's kind of in between. Um, she's, um, <clears throat> she's the Persephone figure that I talked about on the podcast, if you ever listen to that. Well, I wish, uh, that's why I listen to that of I mean, you've got a lot of content on there, so, and I'll get a, I, I have heard you mention, not in detail, like, that's why I'm, I'm asking you in detail, but I don't remember. Maybe you, you haven't heard me talk about it that much. Probably not, no. no. I mean, I've heard okay. you mention, mentioned it, but no, I haven't, I haven't heard you talk in detail about it. Are you there, Joel, did you, uh, Joel, did you see uh, two of them, a benevolent one and uh, or the same person? No, 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 I saw one. Okay. I saw one, but the reason I brought up two is because I think that what I had a contact with then, that experience, I, I understand it's a, a, a good benevolent force. What I had, I, what I thought, you, we didn't clue you in, I guess. Um, I called Dave, uh, five, we talked for five minutes before, you got on the call, like, and uh, you probably know what we're talking about because that's, I guess, why we're on the conference yeah. or whatever. But, yeah, yeah. Um, the night after I talked to Dave for the first time, yeah, yeah. Uh, this, I had, like, really negative kind of, suicide, not suicidal, uh, psych- psychopathic kind of thoughts. Yeah, sort of I was being, like, psychically attacked, right? Sure, and, sure. And, and the only reason, like, look, man, you can take this however you want. I, I do. I, this is why it stood out so so much to me because it just that never happened. Yeah. Like I don't think it's ever happened. Period. Uh, and so I, I, it took me a couple, you know, maybe a 
like a week or two later to kind of connect the dots because I was on another podcast or maybe listening to another podcast and Emily was talking about, or maybe it was David mentioned that Emily got attacked or something. And I was like, well, wait a minute. I had a similar experience. Yeah. And then it's sort of like, but the reason I brought up two entities is because I don't think they're the same thing. I don't, I don't think that whatever did that to me is not what I saw when I smoked the MT. At least that's my, that's my assumption. But, um, I mean, look, I, I think you're talking about a, a person when you're talking about when I'm talking about being psychically attacked. I, that's, that's what came to mind. I don't know if you mean if this is a celestial being or whatever kind of being or whatever. Or maybe there's something behind uh, that being behind another person. But I, when you're talking about, at least to my mind, and like I, like I said, I don't, you haven't gone into detail about what you think about it, but... What, what, First thing I came to mind when I was being psychically attacked is that this is this is like an external thing happening to me, and it's like, you know, some sort of witchcraft or something, which never happened to me, dude. And the thoughts are just so utterly alien and strange, and just I don't think that way. I'm not that person at all, which was just like really. But it was actually, and, and it hasn't even happened since then. It was a one-time yeah. occurrence, and I don't think they, I don't give them any power. I mean. I, yeah, I don't yeah. think they, they, they can try to attack me, but it's only what I can give them it, if I allow it. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. You can, you can catch that in combat, if you know what I mean. That happens to me every now and then. That's what you do. Say, say it again, combat? Yeah, 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 right. Once you do prayer and stuff like that, asking for protection, you know what I mean? Oh, okay, I understand, right. Um, when you notice that, at least when you, it's good that you notice that so you say, you know, there is a way to combat that, you know what I mean, through prayer and yeah. meditation and prayer and just basically uh, – Asking the father to uh, um, protect you and to stop it. You well, know what I mean? Well, and, uh, wait, what did you? What was the last thing you said? Protect you and be what? Uh, protect you and like block it. You know what I mean? Counteract yeah. it. The reason I think it. the reason I think that she has no power over me is because I'm sovereign under God. If that makes any sense. I mean, when I when I say sovereign, I mean that no man is sovereign is super, which is above, and then regnum, which is controller to rule, and no man can do that to me. Yeah. You can look, and I think I'm obviously governed by and controlled by the laws of nature. And if no. you want to use Aristotelian logic, okay, and say if we were created by a creator, and I think we were, and he created or it created the laws of the universe, then well, it must follow that I am governed and I'm subject to those laws. But I'm not well, subject what, to any man here. Well, you know, you know what, I mean? what happens though is there's always when stuff like that happens, there's always a celestial being behind everything, whether I'm whether they're having men do it or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't... There's always, well, there's always a celestial being given the order or given the power. You know what I mean? Okay, well, so, um, I can go with that to an extent, but is your uh, contention that we have no free will then? Because I can't go there. I mean, no, I no, think okay, that they okay. can... No, what, what you're saying is right, but, but the state that man is in right now, okay, um, man is a, a lower self, okay? These celestial beings are much more powerful than we are, and they right, actually... Right. Like with the fall, they've actually, uh, you know, stolen the rights to be able to do that to us, unless you have um, another. To give them permission. You almost, you, 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 they, and they get permission. I mean, that's what the whole fall was. Well, no, you know, see, obviously, I, I, I'm of the mind that they only have permission if you give it to them because you're sovereign under no, God. That's the no, way I see it. No, no, in the man. In the I, I could be wrong, but almost, I mean, we could need another celestial being to shut it off or well, a higher celestial being to combat. Well, you could argue that I'm, I'm using the, the highest of the creation or creator, um, because that's the, you know, benevolent force or side of it. 
and I'm contacting you that. If you want to say it that way, like, and and you could honestly, you could say that the same way as I'm sovereign under God, or I'm yeah. using you know the force of that creative yeah, yeah, force. Okay. So, I'm, 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 but you know like, I mean? legally, if you're talking legally, though, legally they they um they they um uh. Uh, you know what the, the fall is all about, right? Legally, they oh, well, have the rights to be able to control yeah. us and enslave us. Well, yeah, absolutely. Legally, now you can you, and uh, and you can be free, but as I say, you have to rely on still the celestial beings to be free to free you because they still they still have power in the, in the state we are right now. Okay, I can go there. Yeah, I can go there. The state we are right now, legally they do have it. I mean, it can be combated. And I mean, you're on the right track, exactly. But uh, legally, they still. You're not going to do it yourself, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I agree with everything you're saying, except for that if your conclusion leads to the logical conclusion that there's no free will. That's the only problem I have with that. And, oh, no, no, there's so, free will. There's right, so that's, will. yeah, I agree with everything you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. As I say, a lot, see, a lot of people think that, uh, you know, oh, when Jesus came and stuff, well, you know, we're all free now, and that's all been broken, and they, they just don't understand the battle's still going on. You know what I mean? Um, right. Yeah. And he says in his podcast, look around. I mean, nothing, we're not in a thousand years of peace and harmony yeah. and mankind right. and everything and stuff <laughs> at all. And, it, you know, yeah. this is what a lot of the yeah. churches and uh, a lot of people still think out there. Oh, I got Jesus, you know what I mean? So I'm protected yeah. from that. No, yeah, it's getting no, really no, bad, actually. No. I mean, uh, once you get into it uh, more and more and more and start finding out more about these sort of beings and stuff, you see the battles going on and the positions they got and what they can do and what they are doing and what God's allowing to do. Uh, just do like, and he says, uh, the father likes a lot of drama. You know what I mean? And all right. these players he have are playing and interacting, and they're all by. And, and he's actually in charge of it all. You know, he allows he allows this stuff to play right. out for reasons. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Um, if, if it just follows logically that if he created it and he governs everything, he would have to allow it, right? I mean, it just yeah, yeah. It yeah, couldn't yeah. be any other way. So right. And yeah. you know, he holds stuff back, and he and everything's for a purpose. You know what I mean? So, uh, right. I mean, back when we were talking about, like, cause I, I, all that I was saying was um, uh, when you're getting attacked like that with me, you actually have to go to the uh, to the Father or to uh, another celestial being to actually combat that. So there's a, yeah. these, these, yeah. these Can I jump in real quick? Yeah. I agree with you, but if you want to say, like I said, I, I think I'm sovereign and I don't think any entity can control me other than that creative force, the highest force. That's the only thing that can control me. And if you want to say that that's me meditating on that, or contacting that, you can put it that way. I just understand intellectually and in my heart, I understand yeah. it. That's just the truth. I mean, I just, I, I can't conclude any other, you know, just through logic and through experience. Um, I can't conclude anything else. I mean, uh, so if you want to, you know, you could, I'm sort of wording it different, but I agree with what you're saying. It's just okay, kind of, well, uh, okay. Well, okay. Then, well, then you, you, but you got attacked. So how did you get attacked then? Well, I got it. Well, um, I guess you could say that the the creator could have um, allowed the possibility for me to be attacked, and then to see if I would have gave the attacker well, 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 permission. You just said that you just said you're a sovereign being, and that shouldn't happen. I'm under just, God, I'm, yeah, I'm, but see, I'm, I'm, I'm just going. I'm just going with your logic, man. Is all I'm doing. I'm sovereign know. under God, the highest God. Yeah, yeah. Anything yeah. under Him can't control me unless either I give it permission or or. Oh, um, no, 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 I'm right there. I'm right there. I'm right there with you on this one. Yeah. Like they think of the demons, you know, if they are. They just don't play with me anymore. They know they they, they know they can't yeah. win, and they know it doesn't. No, but they I mean, still try. Sort of you know the, what I mean? To say this, that you're sovereign under God is almost if you could almost be interpreted that it's kind of an oxymoron because sovereign means above control. Yeah. I'm saying I'm above control, uh, except for one thing. There's only one exception, and that's whoever created what's here. Because 
that force put the laws of nature into effect. This is how I understand it intellectually. I'm obviously governed by the, these forces that, you know, the physical laws of nature, right? Because yeah, yeah. I can't just go float into the, you know, universe, right? You know, so obviously I'm governed by those laws. So therefore, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you, but like uh, at all, I'm not. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. But like another another context, they said they have all kinds of tools. So maybe, okay, let's say the celestial being tells a man, you know, down here in the world, to like use electronic warfare on you to make your right. mind confused and give you. So you're going to be hit with that, and then let's just say that's what it was. What you got hit with, actually, a man. Did, yeah. You know, a celestial being. Yeah, that's what I think. That's that. what I think. Now, as they say, and that that you couldn't, you all, you had to deal with that, right? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it still yeah. affected you. You weren't sovereign from that. You were still the tools they have are just so right. elevated, whether well, it's see, you, or man-made or whatever. You, man. you could look at it as God gave them the ability to contract with me. If you look at the word contract, it's funny. Like I've had dealings with the police where they wanted me to sign a paper, and I had to go into court and argue that it, it, it was a contract. But there was, the police trying to tell me it wasn't a contract. I'm like, you guys obviously don't use dictionaries because a contract, even though, I, and you could you could argue, you know, uh, to what level it's enforceable. But if you just look up the term, you know, it's important to start with definitions. Contract is just simply an agreement between two people, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So uh, just you could you could argue that uh, I have a contract with the highest God, right? And there's one clause for that that if anything attacks me, um, it only has as much power as I give it permission to have. If I say, no, I'm sovereign under God, you can't control me, only God can then he, it has no power over me. And it's like, bye-bye, you know? And that's literally what happened. It, it only happened for a couple minutes. Yeah. Like, and it just yeah. went away, you know? And, you know, I, I, it's just the way I see it. Like, so you can look at it as like a contract. Like, that's the only clause of the contract. So, you know, God said, well, you know, if you're going to let them, if you're going to let them attack you, then, you know, then, then I, I'll allow that. But once you understand that you're sovereign and you can't be controlled by any other force than, other than creation itself, Right. I'll, I'll, That's yeah, just the well, way I look at it. I mean, being a man, here's what happens. Okay, let's let's go back to this uh, this great uh, this great goddess figure you were talking about. Okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah, not right. sure, I'm not sure she's the great goddess we're talking about though, but that's kind of how she how she comes. All right. Um, right. A lot of times they can attack you. See, if you rely on being a man, okay, right. they, there's a lot of stuff they do that you're unaware of. Okay. Right. Um, I met the great goddess too. All right, and she actually touched me. She actually kissed me on the head, man, on the top of the head. Kind of freaked she me out. She touched me on my knee. Yeah. She kissed me on my, on my top of my head. Talk about a freak out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Is that all? Why did she kiss me on the head? I'm asking Dave. Why? Why? You know, I mean, and, uh, when, I was act- when I first met her, I was like, uh, not scared. When I found out what she was and the power she had and stuff, I was pretty scared of her. And uh, that's all Actually, like who? Who did you say? When I first met her. Okay. Oh, we, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay, go, I, go. I, I wasn't scared of her then, but after I learned who she was and, and uh, met her a few more times, I was, I was kind of scared of her. You know what I mean? Actually, right. very scared. I just, I didn't, I wanted to stay away from her. Okay. Well, how did you come in contact? Not to know her. But, but what, it, what was happened it? was I got mad at her because I realized she's been with me. She's actually been in my life, in my, uh, in my, uh, my, my conscience or subconscious. You know what I mean? My right. Then didn't let you know about it? For decades. Decades, right. decades. You see what I'm saying? And I did not even have a clue that she was there for ten or twenty years. And right. uh, once, once I realized that, I was pretty mad about that. I mean, I was pretty upset that right. I allowed that, or she was there, or I didn't know who she was. You know what I mean? Right. So I got pretty mad at her, and uh, we kind of worked things out after. Like right now, we get along fine. I mean, really, I, I, you know, we get along fine. But it's like, uh, 
it was like a little, uh, she, her introduction to me, she's so powerful and everything like that. I mean, she, she can be good and she can be bad. You know what I mean? She likes to play, put it that way, you know, uh, but she's a very powerful entity. And uh, so like what I, what I was telling you this was for 10, 20 years, she was in my mind and controlling me with me unaware so if you, right. if you if you fall to if you rely on man-made concepts, contracts, and stuff, I mean, I'm not knocking it. I mean, it's great. That's a great you know uh, great exercise right. in your mind, especially in this realm, in this world. You need that. You know what I mean? Just to keep your right. sanity and control and your machoism, if you know what I'm talking about. You know, but these yeah. entities can they can hide they can hide all that stuff, and you don't even know it's aware. So you, the tools right. we have in this realm don't work in their realm. They can just they can bypass that in in a, in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, I could, I could go there. I guess. Yeah, you yeah. see what I'm talking. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not arguing with what you're saying or anything. I'm just letting you point a couple of uh, key things that I've learned out here. You know what I mean? And, well, uh, how did you come in contact with 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 it? Was it through? I like I said, I was used to like, you know, drugs. So, um, well, it's kind of funny. We talked talked to David about this, and uh, um, it was probably uh, uh, kind of. Uh, it's been with me all my life, but uh, definitely like uh, mushrooms or psychedelic back, you know, 30, 35 years ago or whatever like that definitely opened it right. up. You know what I'm saying? It was like, man, yeah. I remember it was like, it's like a different, it's a different realm almost. Like you're on mushrooms or whatever, and you're like in a different realm. You know what I'm talking about? It's like, I think it's it just, it, it opens, it opens doors up or it opens, it opens up, uh, it opens up, uh, you know, unveils things, you know, you see stuff. Well, I think it's the same realm. I don't think it's anywhere different. I think it's just here. It's just not perceptible. It's just like, you know, it opens up the doors well, of perception, well, as it were, you know. All, all, the, all the realms are here. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, it just yeah. opens your eyes up and you, uh, to other, you know, it, it, I think what right. it does is it stimulates your brain and opens up other centers that have been closed off and <laughs> used for a while, you know what I mean? And uh, right. maybe like spiritual eyes and things like that, spiritual thoughts. Uh, I haven't done it. For, I haven't done you know for a long time. You know, I I, mean, I I haven't even smoked pot for years. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't um, smoke pot. And uh, I just uh, you know, well, actually, I got married and have kids, so that kind of not saying that's why I stopped it, but it just kind of I, I had responsibilities to take care of my family for a while. You know what I mean? Right. So life is life is all stages. You know what I mean? Um, I grew up back in the '70s, so I mean, this shit was everywhere, man. It was a uh, I mean, I did very little compared to the uh, the group and the people I was hanging around with. Absolutely, you know what I mean. But uh, the right. little bit I did, the little bit I did, yeah, it opened my mind up, no doubt about it. Um, yeah. The mushrooms and uh, you know the uh, like you say the uh, the DMT or whatever, you know, like that. Yeah, just wild stuff. But uh, but I it was it was really intense stuff, and I just I couldn't handle. I mean, say couldn't handle. Yeah. It. Um. Yeah, it was pretty cool, but uh, I it was too so intense that I. I didn't do it, you know. What I'm talking about every day or anything like that. I just I couldn't. I mean, right. Yeah. I was kind of I was kind of a scared. I was, you know, again, I was kind of scared of it because it was so intense. You know, like yeah. mushrooms, man. Mushrooms are very. With me when I did oh, mushrooms, laugh yeah. your ass off. But it was so intense. Right. I mean, I didn't want to be around people. I didn't want to be out yeah. public. You I, know what I mean? The first three hours, I must be alone. Uh, I can't. Um, yeah. I can't see people for these three, four hours. Almost like I had like the fear of just busting up laughing in public and not being able to stop. You know, I'm talking public about is the public. worst place, worst place to be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not that I haven't had good experiences public, but like you, it's very, um, you know, like and you have, it's a very humbling experience because, like I said, I've had you know the bad trips, which I would qualify as bad trips. That I could count like probably on one hand, but you know, I've had like uh, rough experiences that I wouldn't necessarily qualify as bad trips, quote unquote. Um, but they were like, you know, cause it's always, like I said, it's humbling cause you never know, like you might've, you might get somewhere, you know, 
but one thing I really like about psychedelics, and you know, I read like um, shamanism for years, you know, uh, uh-huh. probably like uh-huh. a like a year and a half, two straight. I can't remember, but I, I, a, after I had a uh, you know experiences with this, um, and you know, I educated myself on that, and um, the whole the idea of it as being a medicine. And this is you know starting to be objectively verified with studies, and um, you know nowadays, and you know the, the very little. You know, they they banned it, and uh, I don't know if you've seen DMT, the spirit molecule, um, or read the books. The, the It's on Netflix probably still. Uh, um, it's a really good documentary on DMT. This guy was uh, the first guy in 40 years to uh, get permission from the government to do an experiment with psychedelics. Um, they were like, um, actually, if you if you research it, uh, clinic, they were, uh, it was a clinical kind of like fascination in the thick of uh, psychiatry. Uh, sort of like the atom, you know, they like like found the atom and then it had all these uh, applications on consciousness and like creativity. I mean, I play music, you know, and oh my gosh, I, I can't even, I, I wish I could, you know, at some point, hopefully, you know, whenever uh, we leave this place and we can kind of like look back at our lives, I want to like, you know, cause I know it's recorded. Everything here is recorded. I want to go back and, you know, so I didn't get a chance to record, you know, what I played there, but it's just like, I, I can't even describe how it opens you up create creatively or create, you know, open creativity, but, um, well, yeah, but what I'm getting at is the, the medicinal part of it. I mean, look, I used to have like OCD really bad, you know, and I, I 100%, maybe not, maybe not 100%. I mean, I think some other things, you know, we're through some other things, but I, I definitely attribute a lot of it just through, you know, uh, the use of mushrooms. And that might sound really like loony to some people, but it's actually objectively verified. I mean, you can look at a John Hopkins study well, that verifies it. I, um, I, I, I kind of tell you the way I look at it, okay? And they say, like, uh, I think that, and I, I was saying this a couple minutes ago, it's kind of like uh, it's definitely because of the state we're in and everything. It's kind of a way to jumpstart, okay? And now what yeah. happens is all these drugs, uh, the problem is some people start using these drugs, pot, uh, alcohol, uh, whatever, and right. they, they start relying on the drug, okay? And it's right. all of a sudden yeah. they start going the other way. It takes over their life, okay, because they use yeah. it too much, all right? Right. Um, what, what I've noticed is the jumpstarting thing is once you get jumpstarted, that that system there that opened up, you learn how to do that without the drug. Okay, it was like right. a panther to get it going, to get the uh, right. he showed you something. And uh, I agree. It's a state I of mind, and, and mainly because I haven't had drugs around. You know what I'm talking about? It's around me. So, right. um, but you and I think now what happens is that uh, like let's say like mushrooms. Okay, it kind of opens it up and shows it to you, and it's pretty cool. You know what I mean? And uh, right. get your mind thinking thoughts and, wow, none of this matters. You know, thoughts like that. You know what I'm talking about. Wow. You know, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, uh, none of this matters, man. There's more out there than they're showing me. You know, stuff like that. You, really, yeah. you know what I mean? Now, if you keep on the drug, though, you're probably always going to be into that state or start going backwards. Okay? Or right. maybe even, maybe you're, maybe you're opening up for other entities that are not good to come in, too, when you're in that state. I'm just going I, I agree with that, too. Yeah, I think that's, all right. I think that's so, possible. Yeah. So then, um, and it depends on the person. It depends on the mindset of the person, how much they let those entities in, in my opinion. You know? Yeah. And if you let them in, they're going to come in. What I've been working on is uh, how to do that without the drug. Not saying because I say, say I haven't done this stuff for 10, 20 years, you know, or even longer. Yeah. But um, and then when you do it, it so it kind of sets your mind up to show you how to do it, how to meditate, how to pray, how to get closer to them, how to see like uh, how to talk to like that great goddess or meet the great goddess without a drug type effect. And uh, actually, right. when you're when you're not stoned or under the influence or anything, you get a lot more revelation, a lot more direct. Uh, um, um, your, your your mind is just working. I mean, it's actually it's still converting your mind. You know what I mean? 
but it's converting it naturally versus drug-induced, I think, okay? And I think that's how, I think to get heavier and heavier and heavier into it, uh, you got to do it without the drugs. And I'm not saying every now and then you may need a little refresher, if you know what I'm talking about. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to argue with that case. I mean, I'm thinking back about the Indians every now and then to smoke peyote or maybe whatever, you know, ceremonies yeah. and stuff like that, you know? Um, but um, um, so that, that's just my opinion of it. You know, only because I've seen what it, I've seen what drugs have done to a lot of my friends in the past. You know what I mean? Uh, right. Yeah. And that's one of the problems I have. That's why I even like I don't even like the term drugs. I like to call them medicine or some other term because when we use the term drugs, we get all these negative associations. I don't even think of. I mean, obviously they're psychoactive, but I don't. I don't look. I, I look at them as an exception. They are not like drugs in the way, in the sense of other. Once you use it as a medicine, you start abusing it. It turns into a drug. You see what I'm saying? And I yeah, yeah, those, you use it too much. Sure. Those are synthetic drugs you're talking about, sir, Chuck. I, I don't approve of any of those at all. Unless they can save a, a human life in the short term. Well, I'm, you well, know, I'm talking about, like, like, you know, like, like uh, even alcohol. You know what I mean? Alcohol's not bad if you drink a beer every now and then or whatever. But all of a sudden, if you uh, um, start drinking a case a night every night, you're, it's going gonna, it's gonna to affect your life. You know what I mean? Well, no, no, no. Look, look. Yeah, I think when – see, yeah, I, when, when I said medicine, I think you're starting to, like, uh, sort of associate with, like, pharmaceutical medicine, taking it every day kind of thing. That's not what I mean at all. I mean, talking about drugs, actually, there's, there's cases with um, MDMA. The guy that uh, refounded the uh, molecule, his name is uh, Sasha Cohen, I think. I can't remember his name, but his wife is a psychotherapist. Um, he actually just died. Uh, he's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. He worked for um, Dow Chemicals for, like, 40 years. Um, he, like, was one of the only guys in the country that could actually – he had this, like, chemistry lab in his, like, garage that the government gave him permission to, like, actually test – psychedelics and he could like legally make psychedelics and he's he tested himself all the way up until his death like every week with psychedelic drugs um and he 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 he, he found like uh, up, i think a, a, around a thousand new uh you could call them synthetic but they obviously exist in i mean he would take something like psilocybin which is mushrooms and just like add like a you know a methyl to uh, atom to it or something and it would have you know, create a different, somewhat of a different, I mean, I'm not a chemist, but he just sort of like tweaked with the, you know, molecules. And you could argue that might be, you know, sort of synthetic and kind of tweaking it. But um, um, I, I haven't had any experience with those. But what I'm saying is, uh, yeah, this is how my brain, like, I give these huge prefaces for no reason. But um, so when you said, when I said medicine, you sort of associate, I think you associated with like, you know, sort of popping a pill every day. Those cases um, in her study, she had, moved out of the country because they wouldn't let her um, use MDMA legally as a psychotherapist. So she went down to somewhere south and she um, gave, you know, uh, anecdotes of people literally curing their PTSD with one session. You know, and I hate when people get this anti, you know, and of course, like abusing anything. You can abuse cheeseburgers, you know what I mean? You can abuse anything. I hate this anti quote unquote drug rhetoric because if you use them correctly, and, and, you know, Dave said earlier, like, almost nobody can. And I agree with that. You have to be really studied. And, you know, these people have you know, spent their whole lifetimes with this stuff. And if you can cure somebody with one session, post-traumatic stress, or, you know, the pharmaceutical industry, their alternative is to give you Prozac every day until you die. How is that better? And that, that, that stuff will totally screw you up. I mean, that, talk about synthetic drugs and suicidal thoughts. And that, that is just so crazy, that whole thing with the SSRIs and, SSNIs or whatever. Well, I mean, I think we live in we live in a society where man, uh, the the basic man, is not able to control himself on this stuff. It's very dangerous for these people. You know, 
what I mean? When sure. you're on the street and stuff. Um, it's just the way it is. You know what I mean? Um, um, I'm not saying everybody can't, but most people will, well, just look at society. Enough said. You know what I'm talking about? They just can't, they can't yeah. handle it. And uh, they see, I, and I think on this, if you don't have a spiritual, a spiritual center, it's real easy to get swayed away and let the drug take over your life. Okay. Sure. Um, sure. I mean, I, 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 I've had little voices that don't do it or that's enough or, you know, take a break or whatever. You know, I rely yeah. on those little voices, you know. A lot of people ignore those little voices, okay, or sometimes those little voices don't like the people they're talking to. You know what I mean? Right. I, I 100% agree with you, but oh, – go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm, like, cutting in. I, I just want to get one quick thought. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. I agree with you 100%, but what other people do has no sway on what I can do with my own body because I own myself, right? So if you want to talk about legislation and all that stuff, that's a whole other argument. I'm not going to get into it. It's a long one, too. But I totally disagree. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, I mean, look look at the drug war and the state of, of drugs. Really, actually, if you study it, the, the, the prohibition actually causes more um, crime, disease, and death uh, statistically. Um, so I, I think, you know, like I said, there's a whole other argument. But, you know, um, when used responsibly, there, there's, you know, you got to really look and have some personal experiences. But certain things... Uh, you know, I mean, just look at cannabis. I don't know if you've seen that whole thing with the uh, with epilepsy. Have you seen that with the kids with the um, you know 400 yeah. feces a month, and they take yeah. cannabis, and they're on like literally like 20 super toxic synthetic drugs. They take cannabis, and all their seizures go away overnight. I mean, this is this is like profound, you know. Yeah. And and then people want to argue, you know, like then you have like DEA agents saying, well, what about the kids? And I'm just like. How? <laughs> I mean, I understand these people and how they think to an extent, and it's like either they're ignorance, ignoramuses, and they won't, they they refuse to look at truth, or they they know that it's so corrupt and wrong they don't care. They have no empathy, right? Uh, or no um, conscience, right? No, um, um, no, either idea what right and wrong is, or care what to act on what that is. So. You know, there's there's a you know this whole government uses force to take away natural medicines you know from people, and then they they'll obviously give them you know you know the cannabis thing that I just gave the example of they'll give them or the Prozac thing I just mentioned they'll give them toxic drugs for the rest of their life and you know line the pockets of the pharmaceutical companies and this like makes a lot of sense from an economic point of view because they can't patent nature right that's why you know, think about it they, they need to Pro- prohibit these things so then they can be like oh well the only alternative now is what we patented so you have to come to us it's a monopoly they ha- you have to go to them you have to give them money and then if you use what god put here they throw you in a cage it's just utter insanity and not only you know you could argue even if it's all the stuff you're saying all the negative stuff and the abuse i think you know even and i don't agree with that i think it's bad but People just, you know, they ha- they're responsible for themselves. Just because they do that, you're going to take medicine away from a four-year-old that's having seizures? That makes no sense. That's that's a, like a toxic ideology, I think, really. And But I'm, I'm getting into this. I don't really want to get into this. But I, I want to talk about the whole the, the witch, man. Like, they're probably hiding it. That's a big one. They're probably hiding it, the benefits of it. And God may be allowing them to hide it because mankind cannot handle it and they'll abuse it. So maybe you put those two together. And that's that's the way to – we're under judgment, you know what I mean? So maybe that's just the way it is. That's the way it works, you know? Yeah. Well, all right. So who else is, has a um, 
and and Dave, you still there? I just want to let you know that Ottawa's here. He had an experience similar <laughs> to yours, and uh, and Ezra touched his uh, his thigh, and uh, I'll tell you a little bit about that at some point on the way. So you touched the sky. Ezra is the name of this entity, and touch his thigh. She touched his thigh in a similar way that she did with you. She follows certain patterns. That's how we know who it is. Wait a minute. I, your your phone's a little fuzzy. She touched your eye, or you touched no, the no, sky? No. You, no, I you said that she I, touched I, your I, thumb. All right, I, that was totally <laughs> your best kind of podcast. Sorry. What, say it uh, again. What, is, what happened? You said that she touched your thigh. Oh, she, yeah, she touched my, uh, like, my knee. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, but well, he, she did the same thing with him. Right, yeah. And what happened to me is, and, like, okay, so she was female, right? And when she touched me, it was, like, kind of, like, sort of, like, you know, I, I can't understand, you know, even if you understand, like, quantum physics intellectually, I couldn't really understand, like, how that would feel if, like, you know, you had a quantum brain for a second. But it was, like, uh, quantumly, I could sort of understand every experience I've ever had with a female. And this is another thing about, you know, psychedelics that I 100% think that it's, you know, experience that people need to have because it makes you face yourself. That's what, that's why I think people are so scared of it is because it really puts you on the spot. Like if you got some stuff you're not dealing with, that stuff's going to be full front and center. I mean, that's what it really does that. And that's why it's such powerful medicine for people because they deal with their shit, you know? So, Whenever that happened, whenever she touched me instantly, everything just rushed. And, and not only, like, I felt, I could see it. This force was, like, engulfing me. And that's when there, there's this, like, um, this, uh, like, sort of like a black hole. Like, and this is a universal experience, too, with DMT. If you look at DMT reports, uh, there's always usually a female entity you make contact with. And there's a sort of membrane. They call it the quote-unquote breakthrough experience. You, 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 it, it's... Uh, uh, appears to, uh, different for what different. It's not always, you know, it's some sort of membrane that you pierce through. Um, and then when you go through it, you, you go to some sort of hyperdimensional reality. Um, whenever she touched me, you know, that all happened. Then I started getting sucked into that behind me and I could literally like feel like being, I could feel the force and I was too terrified, you know, uh, and that's another thing about, especially DMT and uh, smoking it, you have no idea even what the, I, the definition of terror or astonishment, you have no concept of what that word means until you smoke DMT. It's, it's, it's like, and simultaneously, it's the most, you know, it's sort of like a beautiful terror. That's kind of like the way I describe it. It's like, it's so profoundly amazing at the same time, so profoundly terrifying. And so with all that terror, I was too scared to go pierce the membrane. So I didn't get to the, like the hyper. I actually haven't had a breakthrough, quote unquote, experience with DMT. But um, yeah, that's you know, and that's you know, like that's you know, it's kind of hard to like talk, especially close-minded people. Like when you're like, I advocate like psychedelic drugs, and, you know, like like we've already touched on, like especially you know, you don't want to abuse it. You got to be responsible. But, but I, I got so much value from those experiences. I, I can't even really, I can't really put it to anybody unless you've really just done it. I mean. They, they want, and this is why, you know, shamanism takes 100% the same perspective. And, and it's really interesting, you know, you talk about contacting entities. That was the first, first, uh, you know, I, 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 first time I ever took these uh, things, I was, I was like uh, 16 years old or something. I was pretty young. Um, and I didn't start using them. I, I had like one phase where I sort of used them regularly. I was about like 19, 20. But, 
but I've taken them like, you know, annually pretty much like my whole life. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's like, uh, I forgot, I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah. Well, you know, the whole idea of contacting entities, that's, that's how I got the idea. That's how it, the idea originated in my head. Well, not originated in my head. I you know, didn't originate in my head, but that's where I you know first thought of it. And then uh, that's that they take that position that they're actually like conscious. Like, like there's the, you know you could say like the chemistry of it or the plant is actually a conscious entity of some some sort. And the way you communicate with it is you have to ingest it. And um, you know and, and and there's there's the you know you could you could even use the, you could use the word shamanism. You could use the word magic. They even call themselves magicians. Um, in certain cultures, they're sort of talking about the same phenomenon. I mean, and then you have black magicians, and you have, I mean, and this, you, if you read, read into it, I mean, you have people going down to, you know, Peru and stuff, you know, to drink ayahuasca because you can't take it in the States, you know, and you, and they get in contact with black uh, magicians, and they get raped and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, you always got to, you know, like I said, responsible. You got to, you know, judge, kind of judge their character. I mean, some people, you know, they get in a relate just in, in every level of their life they have no skepticism when they get into anything I mean, when they analyze anything i feel like i mean when they when they see communicate with people or whatever it's like you know you don't know if this person's like a sociopath you know if you don't even like think that i mean but I, i'm sort of ranting like uh so who else who else uh, i just, i'm you know not that i'm not enjoying the conversation but uh i wanted i'm talking i'm landing off i'm getting off on a tangent about psychedelics but i wanted to talk about the um the whole like witchcraft like dynamic of it. So you think it's like we never we never got to that, Dave. Like, what do you, who do you think this is, and like why why do they have such interest? Okay, really yeah, I, need, I need I need to back up because we can't really talk about anything unless I mention some things that uh, I don't. Yeah, know it on the show. Uh, what we're doing is we're we're actively trying to get revelation, and other people aren't doing this. We're in contact with all kinds of entities, and they have sure. names, and uh, this has been going on for years. <laughs> There's a whole bunch okay. of people that uh, are interacting with them. And uh, this huh. happens whether they choose to do it or not. Um, sure. You don't have to respond, but they're going to they're contact you. They're going to let you know that they're there. And uh, sure. they don't force themselves upon you. A lot of people have a lot of residual fear and, and they're not, because they're lack of experience, stuff like that. Anyway, we're actually communicating with these entities, and we're asking them questions, and we get answers. Okay? Right. This has been an ongoing project uh, since about 2010, and I record everything, and I, I try to write it down and uh, – and, um, like, for instance, um, we, we ask about, you know, what's really going on with these different psyops and stuff like that. I, the reason I'm telling you this is because I don't even have my own opinion really much anymore. I just go by what the revelation that we get. Okay? Yeah. I mean, we're actually being told what happens, okay? So the reason I'm telling you this is because um, on, uh, on my birthday, I think it was, I, uh, there's an entity that I talked to, uh, she's female, and uh, she gave me a birthday present, basically. And, What's your uh, birthday? by the way, on December 24th. Oh, okay. Very according, cool. according to Jerusalem time, I was born on uh, Christmas Day. Huh. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I know her uh, quite well. Uh, her name is Diane. That's what she calls herself. There's a reason why she's called Diane. And... Uh, Wait, is that an so, association with the Greek um, goddess, I think? Sorry. Uh, actually, um, that's, that's a, a Roman goddess, um, but her, her, that's actually Azura. That's who Azura is, Diana, the goddess Diana. Di- right, Diana, yeah. She's got many names. She's the goddess of a thousand names. And she's the most famous goddess in world history. 
I've heard but, somebody uh, else say the same, describe it the same way. Sorry, go ahead, man. You take the, mm-hmm. just keep going. I, one, of the big I secrets, one of the big secrets is that she's, she's a heavenly entity, and uh, there's, there's dark heavens. And, uh, but she used to be the queen of the underworld, so it, it's kind of fascinating, the whole subject. Let me, let me see here. Um, okay. Connie's texting me in the background. Anyway, um, okay, so uh, I think it was my birthday, but if it wasn't, it was Christmas. And it was like my uh, my Chris my, Chris, my uh, birthday gift, okay. And um, she told me she basically gave me a revelation about witchcraft, and um, we've been completely psyoped by that. I'm just going to give you the nutshell version. I mentioned this on the show, so some of it. But basically, um, everybody used to do what we call witchcraft, which is not really witchcraft. Um, all through history, like before the flood. We just have these common abilities, you see. And you're basically using your mind to influence the material realm, okay? And, you know, the, what I haven't talked about on the show, I don't think much, but the creation is becoming more dense because the frequency is changing. So these things were a lot easier before, that the creation was more malleable. And people actually live in the magical world. Well, anyway, you know, I'm a devolutionist, you know, so the nature of man is deteriorating his, you know, biologically but morally. And so what God did along the line is he put in restrictions because people were using these. They, see, originally the intent was pure, but then right. uh, naturally you, you got people that are going to try to start manipulating and controlling other people. Right, yeah. God, God created laws. Now, if you actually look at Romans chapter 5, it says why the, lo- the law of Moses came. It became because sin, you see, to have restrictions on sin. Okay, so they have yeah. to be codified. Oh, well, actually, uh, they have restrictions here. Okay. Uh, you're cutting. You're cutting out. <laughs> okay, what about now? Uh, I can hear you now. And uh, well, it says witchcraft. It, first of all, that's a Illuminati word that they created in the uh, probably uh, yeah uh, probably 16th century. It, it, it's a word that they created. It, it's an English word. I mean, it doesn't say that in Hebrew. It, right. If you look at the Hebrew word, it's not going to impact your mind like the word witchcraft, is it? Right, right, yeah. It, it, the Bible doesn't say witchcraft. It's just a Hebrew So you're saying word. they put a negative association on that on purpose? Well, we don't have a negative association with the Hebrew word. We even know what the hell the Hebrew word is. No, no, the, the English Hebrew word. word. If you write it down, nobody reacts to it, right? Well, we no, the English word, witchcraft. Yeah, but, but, but see, it's, it's a word that has to do with negativity. There's no question about that. Right. God placed restrictions on that, and if you violate that, then you're in trouble with God, okay? Now, right. I'm just giving you a nutshell version, okay? So, in the future, all of this will be restored, and people will go back to the way they used to, and we'll, we'll live in a magical world, and we'll be influencing uh, the creation with our mind again. You can do it right now, okay? Right. Um, you don't have to use it with evil intent. The Bible does not prohibit this kind of thing. What we're talking about is influencing matter with the mind or actually influencing other people, but, but only for a good purpose. Where in the Bible is this forbidden? Because there is no place. It's only right. talking about evil intent. People assume that this is forbidden. The Bible says, no, it's not. It never, it never was. Okay? It's talking about evil intent, and there's certain types of what we would call, quote-unquote, witchcraft or influencing or whatever, they would always be, you know, forbidden. It's just basic common sense. We're not talking about that, okay? We're talking about things that you can do with pure intent 
And Christians well, are different. Qualify that for me, because what's the difference? Because what you're saying, what you're talking about, I would call like shamanism. That's the word I would use. But I understand there's different words to use. But you, you sort of delineated from that and said, well, then there's witchcraft. What's the, that's just like well, yeah. I, I openly talk about how I influence people. Just because right. I'm intelligent, uh, you can easily influence. There's always been methods to influence people. Uh, people are easily influenceable. They need to be influenced. They can't even govern themselves. Yeah, I, I 100% am with you. I think, yeah, consciousness, especially, yeah, I, just how ideas are um, and how, you know, when you speak them, they, you have influence. Have you, have you heard this, like, six degrees of separation idea? You know, like, uh, you're influenced uh, by... I'm not sure. Well, it's like, um, or I'm not sure if even six is the right number, but, like, basically, like, you, you, Dave, are associated with five other people, let's say. I'm just in, I've never had contact with those people, but just because I'm in contact with you, I have contact with their ideas. Does that make sense? Okay. So, and then it goes further down how many other degrees of separation. So you can see how it's like sort of a collective consciousness in that sense. You know what I mean? I know, I, you know what I mean. So, yeah. Hey, well, the other thing I want to say, just in a nutshell, is that this is what the angels do. They uh, use their mind to influence matter, and uh, they have full permission from God. They do it. Everything they do is what we call witchcraft, and uh, there's a big cover-up about all this, and eventually will be restored. And basically, in the big picture, uh, heaven is going to be brought down to earth. The things that, uh, that are happening in heaven, Jesus actually prayed about this. On, on heaven as an earth, he's talking about making earth like heaven in the Lord's Prayer. Okay, people have no idea what's coming. Heaven is going to come down to earth, and the principles, the ethics, the practices, even sexual, are going to be... What about timeline? Do you have a, an opinion on timeline? When all is going to happen? Or can that not be known? I have all kinds of opinions on timeline, because I ask questions about it, but I try not to appear in the future too much, because the angels don't like it. The father okay. doesn't like it. He, he doesn't, he's got secrets, and uh, but we know, we know some things. No pressure. You don't got to go there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, it's that, interesting. That, that, that's witchcraft in a nutshell. That changes everything. Well, what about the, you said she, this goddess of a thousand names, and she was uh, used to be the, uh, you know, with the underworld. Uh, and this, you, um, yeah, you, you, you need to listen, uh, listen to the two. Uh, listen to the, I'm going to upload another one, but there's. Yeah, can you link it to, just link it to me, because I'm not going to be able to find it. Link, link me what podcast you're talking about, and I'll, I'll listen to it. All right, there's two of them on Persephone. Yeah, just just uh, email them to me. All right. Whatever. So you, writing, you, you cover all that, like the whole kind of cosmology or whatever, the whole, I mean, not maybe cosmology, not the right word, but, you know, the whole uh, mythos, I guess. Uh, what's cover that all, You're saying you covered the whole, you know, kind of the whole story, you know, the mythos of the goddess in these uh, podcasts. The yeah. underworld, you, you cover all that part? Yeah. She became the queen of the underworld. She, originally, she was a heavenly being. And then in the golden age, which is the pre-Adamic era, she was on earth and everybody else. All the gods and goddesses were on earth. That's what they are. They're, they're gods and goddesses. They're Elohim. They're, they're, okay. An angel has nothing to do with nature. That, that, the Illuminati manufactured that term to cover up who they are. That, that, the angel is not in the Bible. The word is messenger. Where do we get the word angel from the Illuminati? Both in the Greek, both in the Greek and the Hebrew, the term is messenger. It has nothing to do with their. 
I, what, what, I like that angel, a lot, actually. What, what does the term angel have to do with nature? That's virtually nothing. But when yeah, you think you're right. Angel, when you think of angel, you think of nature. That's exactly what they wanted you to do. Right. You see? They're trying to cover up that there's multiple Elohim. And this false doctrine of monergism is from them. There's nothing as big as monergism in the Bible. That, that's what Wait. Christians believe. That's no basis in reality. Do you say monotheism? No. Um, yeah, I, I just misspoke. Monotheism. I'm yeah. sorry. And uh, you can see that in various places in the Bible. You can see that in uh, uh, Psalm 82, verse 1, where you have you have uh, single Elohim and you have plural Elohim in the same text. Yeah. Well, isn't and, that in Genesis too? It says, uh, uh, um, right. if they eat the tree of knowledge, they will become as we are. Right? It's we. Yeah. It's plural. Well, here's the thing. What the serpent spoke was the truth, but he actually said gods, plural, Elohim. He said, you will be like the gods. They're not translating it properly. Now, some, some translations do, but most of them won't. They'll say, you'll be like God. That's not what the text says. Yeah. See, that, that threatens their, their um, monotheism. Right. The propaganda is what it is. The, uh, the ancient Hebrews uh, held to what's called henotheism, and you, you won't even hear that. you got to search. I try finding a podcast on monotheism, or excuse me, monotheism, because I haven't yet. I don't think there's anything out there so far about the public. But I believe that uh, more anciently, they were actually uh, polytheistic. They had permission uh, to worship these lesser deities. But then as, as man continued to become more corrupt, God was going to withdraw that. Uh, and, and eventually, he shut everything down. Because they, excuse me, um, let's see here. Yeah, they had permission to worship, and then later he allowed it to a, a, a smaller circle of people, and then he, and he took it all away. And so it was forbidden uh, to worship these beings, and that's what the, um, the Israelites were doing. They were worshiping Azra, and they knew that she was going to be the queen of heaven because everybody had this kind of knowledge pretty much. Because everybody knew about her, and... Um, and, you know, she's always been very attractive, so she's always had a lot of worshipers. Most of them are, are pagans, you know. Uh, she's right. actually the goddess Kali, by the way. And, but that's just her destruct, destructive uh, nature. Um, she's in a position of authority right now where it's impossible to have sex or die without her being involved. You can't have sex without her. I've talked about that on the show, I think. Um, because the sexual energy streams from her. Sure. And she, she actually has the star that emanates this energy. Now, you know, she's one of the, uh, the seven sisters in the Pleiades. That's what they're called anciently, the seven primary stars. She's the little one, and she's the dark sister. This is the, this is the erratic star that sometimes it appears to disappear because it reflects her nature. Her nature is highly changeable. Sure. Okay, so anyway, that... The reason I'm bringing this up because the Bible actually talks about this. It says the sweet influences of the Pleiades. It's saying these stars influence humanity. The Christians don't believe it. They, they, they've been psyoped. They think that has to do with the occult. They don't want them to know, you see. And so that is telling you, if you can get to the point that she's one of the seven sisters, yeah, she is influencing you according to the Bible. But you've got to know who the seven sisters are. She's, she's actually the least of the seven 
that she's put in place in a prominent position. And um, uh, the reasons for that are somewhat complex, but she's been elevated um, beyond and above the position that she would normally have. Um, that's, that's the father's plan at this point. <clears throat> yeah, definitely uh, send me that podcast. It's, it's really interesting. Um, okay. I don't think I've ever heard anybody articulate this quite the way you have. Like, yeah, uh, like I said, there isn't anybody. There's, yeah, no. Nah. There's, nah, there's nobody. Yeah, it doesn't matter whether they're Christian or not. I mean, these people don't even know what we talked about. Right. We, we, we talked to her. I know her. <laughs> and she doesn't do anything to me that is, um, you know, nefarious or anything like that. She's a bit of a trickster, and she's played some tricks on me. The last time she lied to me, I said to her, I said, why did you lie to me? And she just says, I'm just having fun. She likes to have fun. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> In other words, it wasn't some kind of thing where she's trying to deceive me. You know what I mean? And right. she knew that I would figure out that she lied to me in the short term. It wouldn't take me very long. I mean, she knew that. You know, so she just hadn't fun with me. <clears throat> Ah, Connie, yeah. Connie, Connie was the first one that started to you know, basically channel her. There's nothing wrong with the word channel. It's just communication with an entity. And it's, it's a new age term, but there's nothing wrong with it. And uh, so I didn't hear from her. I heard from her very little. I would just interact with her through Connie. Right. And, but eventually she started to speak to me, and uh, I, I hear from her on a regular basis. In fact, I can contact her any time. She's right there. And uh, she, um, one of the biggest cover-ups out there, this is the other thing that we talk about on the show. We've got Revelation, we got Azura, and the other thing we talk about is this higher self. And uh, you've got a higher self, and it's actually a celestial being, and uh, you, you were split off from this being. And uh, when I tell people this, most of them start to hear from their higher self. And they come and tell me, Dave, I'm hearing these voices now. What's going on? So that's uh, sort of the dynamic of consciousness influencing reality, right? Or influencing the the power of mind, kind of what we were talking about earlier, right? Which I totally agree with. It's sort of like that. Yeah. (coughs) You said we split off from her? Is that like... No, you split off from... uh, You you have an Elohim. That's actually you. Okay. It's a part of you, and you were split from it. And eventually right. you'll, be, so, you'll be joined at the resurrection. So, um, Actually, psychedelics act has sort of revealed this in a way. It's like, um, just, just, it's a second, like we're singular. I, just a second. The reason I mention this is because um, I can have her say hi to you, and uh, you may already be hearing from your higher self, but you don't realize it. I mean, she can speak to you. And so I'll have her say hi to people, and you won't hear the voice in your head. It may work, it may not. It's worth having it. It's worth trying. You know. Right. Well, um, what was that thought I was, uh, um, yeah, so, well, sort of the idea that we're sort of like singular being at the same time, we're sort of like, it's like an oxymoron, it's a contradiction of itself. I think sort of some things, and so, some people hearing this probably take it the wrong way, I don't mean that it's wrong, but I mean, some, some things, I, uh, at least that I've, I guess you could say was sort of a revelation to me, um, things of divine nature can be sort of like, polarized and seemingly contradictory by sort of like the laws of logic. Like, I mean, say that you're singular, but at the same time you're not. It's obviously a contradiction, but 
at the same time, it's not because it's like a, some sort of uh, other dimension of reality. Um, so, and this whole like the dynamic of singular splitting off into infinity, I think actually everything was sort of created that way. And, uh, I mean, and I don't mean that in a revel, you know, evolution. I think that was just the sort of the, uh, I guess it could be looked at in terms of that, but it wasn't in, in the way that obviously, you know, secular science with the, it's a total joke. I'm not saying we came from monkeys. I'm just saying that was the the sort of um, dynamic that was of creation. It's like I don't know. I'm, I'm not really describing. It's, it's sort of hard to put into words, but um, you know, that's the way I see it. But listen, I gotta get going here soon. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's one. I gotta I gotta be somewhere here. Uh, yeah. I gotta, gotta, but I mean, I could talk for probably another. 10, 15 minutes, but, uh, um, what's your chop? You still there? You there, Chuck? Yeah, 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 I'm here. Well, what are you doing, uh, what are you doing a podcast next time, uh, Dick? Uh, if you want to do a podcast, we do it then when, when you want to do it. Okay, yeah, um, like I said, I'm, I'm sort of, you know, um, not the best at, like, uh, you know, I'm sort of a flake half the time, like, uh, I uh, spur the moment, kind of, especially with you know these kind of conversations. It's kind of like I'm either in the mood and I'll just totally rant, rant away, or it's just not there. So, but uh, you know, I mean, what I'm saying is I'm open to, to do it anytime and you know schedule it around you know um, other people as well. But um, I'm just saying I might not be you know um, as good conversation some sometimes than others. <laughs> But yeah, let me, let me know when you want to talk. We'll get on talk to you. But well, yeah, well, I mean, if anybody, uh, you know, if you have another one, just uh, you know, send out the, you know, group email or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And if I see it, I'll hop on. Or just yeah. send me a text. I mean, like I gotta get a new phone, um, and I'll, I'll give you my new number when I get it. Because this phone, like, like if you try to contact me and I didn't, like, honestly, my ringer won't even. It's like when I get a text, it's like it's, a, it's something's wrong with my speaker or something. No, my phone. So, so yeah, it's like, you, what's that? You guys have to act, you have to actually uh, actively look at the phone to see if somebody. Well, it's it, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I can, I can, it still vibrates, but I mean, whenever it rings, it's really, really faint. Um, so I miss a lot of calls and texts, and um, and I have to put it on speaker every time I like, like it's on speaker right now, but it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't sound like it's on speaker because the speaker's all messed up. Like it's, you know, I have to put it on speaker to even be able to hear it. So that's weird. So I'm gonna get a new phone here, so okay. And actually, when I get get around to uh, that part of town, but um, yeah, I guess I'm gonna get going here. Uh, it was a sweet talk. Just um, yeah. yeah if you want to have like a shorter conversation uh, with me, I'd like that. Um, they don't have yeah, to be sure. long, you know, and just on a regular basis, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Um, but yeah, um, feeling mutual, man. If you want to, you know, chat, just, uh, you know, text me or whatever. Um, I, uh, I haven't explained my position on uh, human sovereignty. Yeah. Yeah, that's another. That's a, yeah. That's well. That's the reason I said I didn't want to put on the show because there's two. And look, man, I'm you know like I said, I'm totally 100% like no pressure. I'm not like. Um, I just like I understand that the two things that you know that uh, came to mind is other people would perceive it uh, differently. You know, because they're obviously gonna not everybody's gonna you know take everything to exact same way. So the thing about the, you know, whoever's, you know, acting, you know, the agent for whoever, 
you know, this whole, you know, experience I had. And then, and then the, um, the whole, you know, sovereignty thing, you know, because that's like, oh, who's, they got, you, did, you saw the, uh, the group email, like, I mean, I didn't, you know, I didn't start that. You saw it. Like, I mean, he, he'd like, uh, I was on that podcast that when I talking about this and then he totally just like group email, uh, replied to all, like told me, you saw that, right? And he's like, and like, well, so we're supposed to have a debate and there's supposed to be, he's supposed to pick a, a moderator. And I'm like, I'm totally ripping that, but like, did you, I don't did know, you, man. Did, like, you, the whole, did you tell, did you tell him this? Yeah, and I was like, I'll, I'll debate you, man. Like, look, basically, in a nutshell, like, he's trying to defend the violent form of slavery. I, I, we talked about this, you know, to a little bit one podcast. Like, I think the way you define slavery, when you use the word slavery, it's not, it's not what I mean when I say talk. Look, slavery necessarily has to involve um, at least two things. Coercion, uh, which is the threat of force, which is basically tantamount to me saying, do what I say. Well, I'm going to physically make you do it. Now, to my mind, arbitrarily, that's illegitimate on the face of it. Like, obviously, in the sense of justice, and only in the sense of justice, if you violated somebody else, then force is justified. If not, it's never justified. And that's basically, like, I don't even think slavery necessarily has to have anything to do with money. I mean, yes, slavery was conducted for, you know, to get people to take their resources, you know, and, and it's funny because, like, you know, I'm a moral objectivist. I think everybody has the same rights. I think it's, it's objective. It's a law, you know, in nature, you know, or in creation, you know. And nobody can delegate. Like, I can't look. Okay, just imagine this scenario, right? To, to imagine this, you have to imagine two people on a planet. So imagine me going up to your house, Dave, and saying, you know, you labor in, 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 in your grove or whatever, in your field. And I come to your house and I knock on your door and I say, Dave, you owe me um, an arbitrary set amount of the resources you produce, uh, a third, or it's almost like you know, some numbers I've seen, the 40%. So if I say, that's mine, or, and if you don't give it to me, I'm going to come and force it from you. Is that legitimate? Can anyone do that and claim legitimacy for that behavior? I don't think they can. And if they want to demonstrate that and say that that's right, it, it's just so self-evidently not true. You know, so... Because it's arbitrary and it's violent. There's the two dynamics. That's slavery. That's essentially what it is. It could involve resources. It doesn't necessarily have to, really. I mean, uh, basically, that's illegitimate. So, so one person, that's why I use the analogy of one person and another person. So, so people, the idea of government is literally, and I'm not, this isn't my perception of it. This is the way it is. A government is when so basically what they're saying is the idea is like one person couldn't do that to another person and be legitimate, but if a group of people come together, they can magically give themselves rights rights that don't exist that an individual doesn't have in isolation of that institution, but when they get together, they can delegate themselves rights that individuals don't have. That's illegitimate, and that's why I you know don't fucking believe in that concept. And, you know, it's just, and if, you know, if you want to have a different definition for slavery, I think some people, you know, they're, I, I mean, the way he was defining it, I can't remember his name, Chris, I think, I think he's way off base. I mean, he, he called children property, and he said that parenting is necessarily violent. I mean, this is his words. I could show you, yeah, I replied to all one email, then it was back and forth for probably about 20, 30 emails, like, just me and him. I can show you the emails. No, uh, dude, I can show you the emails. He called okay, children I, I property. I, 
Uh, and then he are, said, "Okay, now under the law of Moses, they're property." Well, if you want to say under God, yeah, but you can't own another person. You know, the law of Moses is back then, but in the, in that law, they're they're actually the wife is property. I mentioned that in the show too. Well, life is your own property, and, and, and I can demonstrate that. because You own yourself because you're the vehicle for your consciousness. That's why you own your. That's the reason you own hey, yourself. I, what, what's that? Auto? <laughs> sorry, that was, that was me. That was auto. I, 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 had, I was unmuted. I was waiting to talk. I'm sorry. I was outside. My son came outside. Sorry. Hey, Joel. I thought you were talking to me. Sorry, Joel. But... Um, uh, sorry, I'm yeah. slow, bro. I just um, but I did want to say I do enjoy uh, your questions that you asked on the um, on the talk show. So, yeah, what question? Uh, on the show, previous show probably. No, on the, on the previous shows, I like I like the questions that you asked. Oh you know, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, cool, yeah. Stimulate Dave's mind. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, 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 it's like think about it. This type of conversation, this is like I know like no one in my town that will have this, you know. Type of it's like hard to super hard to find people that are even we don't know anybody up. either. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why that's why I love the, that one you know element of technology. It's like dude, it connects everyone. You know, you can find any idea you want, you can find on the internet. You can hey, find hey, people. Hey, both both of you guys, uh, I I uploaded four new podcasts in room one. You got to listen right. a little bit. There's one called YouTube yeah, Propaganda. Right. You got to listen to that auto. Uh, it's one of the best ones I've ever did. And I actually did it with Channing. He was very coherent. You'll see he varies quite a bit. He's really coherent. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Dave, that last show you had, when, I was like, oh, my God. He's got, you had Bella and you had Channing. Yeah, that was crazy, man. I was like, oh, my God. Dude, yeah. Like, well, Bella is the uh, analogist or whatever, right? <laughs> I, I think I might actually call her an analogist on the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Introduce well, you her. wait. Chuck, were you the guy that was saying wow, wow the other night? Was that you? Uh, that was probably Channing. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was Channing. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> he was blowing yeah, her. Channing on. Channing he was just him. like, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, 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 that's Channing, too. <laughs> no, I shot with cars. Yeah. Hold on for one second. 30 minutes? What's this? Hold on for one second. Are you ready to go? Get out. Uh, you gonna take it out? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, this is that's my point. Like the whole thing, that's the way I define it. I think that those those behaviors are necessarily illegitimate on the face of them, and that's I use the word slavery. And you know, I just think violence is illegitimate unless it's you know, uh, which is would be the use of force, but it only in the terms. The only time when that's legitimate is in the terms of justice. It's when someone, when somebody violated someone else, and then to you know, to, with that you got to be like, well, you have to properly define when someone's violated. That's what you have to define. And people can't do that. Is the problem? It's a problem in people's minds. Like this whole thing politically with with cop killings, and you have sort of like a neo Black Panther movement, and they're you know. And cops kill four every eight hours in this country, if you do the math. You know, so, like, I can understand they're angry, but violence is not the answer. You don't go killing cops. It's not gonna, that's going to solve goose egg zero, nothing. Because the problem, the causation of it is in people's heads. It's how they think. It's consciousness is the crisis here. It's not, it's not you're, you're going to solve nothing by killing cops. You know, I, I mean, I, I 100%, I mean, I hate cops. 
I mean, I don't know if you can hate, but you know, I, I despise what they do. Um, you know, if you really look at the police brutality, it's just really disgusting how these people behave. Um, and so I don't, I don't support what they do, but I don't support people assassinating them in the street either. So, you know, people think, well, you know, I guess, I guess, uh, and here's well, I think it's all engineered anyways. I mean, at least passive. They're, they're, you know, they're, people are so easily, uh, you know, they're just, they'll let somebody be their puppet master, you know. They got strings. They won't cut them off, you know. Uh, they, they like it, I guess. So, you know, they're, you know, for whatever reason, they're probably getting a lot of money, you know, getting funded into this. And they're, they're the you know, people that are inciting this, you know, revolution. And dude, you're the person that kind of a, I sort of had this idea like way in the back of my head, but I didn't think it was actually happening. Like they were trying to engineer a revolution. I mean, I know the social engineers are always trying to like feather their nests and they're doing stuff, but I didn't, I didn't, it didn't come to the forefront of my mind that, uh, that they were trying to engineer a revolution, but I'm, I'm convinced. I mean, it's, it's so utterly obvious. Uh, did you see the truck? That has, yeah. Did you see the truck in France? Zero blood. We're talking yeah. about this. Like, that's, them, true. Like, uh, that's, that's true. They're, oh, my God, I just realized that. There'd be blood all over that truck. It's completely fake. Oh, my goodness. And remember what we just talked about last night? Or the last time we talked, we were like, they, um, they, they qualify for certain people. So if you're paying attention, it's so obviously yeah. engineered. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, and when you're not, it's just like people just like, Conspiracy theorists. I'm like, dude, do you you have to investigate for two minutes and use common sense, and that's it. That's all you got to do. They can't even do that. So it's like, so this is so interesting because it's a dialect. It's so brilliant. But communicating two messages to two people, I guess on the other end, it's the lack thereof because they're not even paying attention. But I guess subconsciously they're picking up on stuff. Well, obviously they see the violence, you know. But the people that are really paying attention, you got to eventually conclude, well, they're trying to send a message directly to me or my type of thinking, where my head is at. They're communicating that if you're really paying attention, I totally agree with you, Dave. Like, the revolution is coming, and they're literally telling it to you, to your face, if you know how to, you know. And this is what sort of the, you know, one of the reasons I think that, you know, the whole sovereign thing, and they only have, you know, sway over you if you give them permission. It's sort of the same thing with, um, oh, I just lost the thought. Um, it's the, uh, I, I did a show on what I call sovereignty theory. You should listen to that too. Yeah. Yeah. Send me all those, man. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, it'll probably take, you know, cause like I, I like I said, I'll get like four things going on in my head. So it'll probably take me a day or two to get through like one podcast. And that's like, sometimes I'll go through the whole one, you know, one night or whatever, but Right. Um, I'll eventually get around to, you know, listen to it. especially like if you, you know, because like you got so much content and like I always get around to like, you know, people that I'm really into, like I always get around to like at least like half their content. But if you like, you know, um, sorry, word, like, you know, I kind of um, synthesize or like break it down to like topics that I'm really interested in that we're talking about. And you know, like you said, email me the specific talks. I'll definitely, you know, uh, soak those up a lot faster because I'm, you know, those ideas are, I'm readily like, you know, uh, interested in right away. I know that they're there, you know, and I don't have to like listen to 24, 48 hours of podcasts to find the gems, you know, and, you know, scattered in there, if it makes any sense. So, mm -hmm. yeah, but I really got to get going. Um, so, uh, yeah, man, I'll just, well, we I'll, can have a, a dialogue on talk to you about slavery too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll tell you what, that's, that's what I said. Yeah. I, I, the only reason, no, I will, I'm totally doing it. It's just the only reason I, at least, like I said, I even sent the email. I'm, I'm, I'm up for it. I just wanted to, you know, just run it by you. I didn't want to like, you know, I, I just don't, I don't like drama, man. I don't want to like, you know, like, 
it might seem like to some, like I said, to some people it might seem they yeah, perceive it as like, uh, you know, I don't even know what the right word is, but like, and that's not even the way I, you know, think of you or whatever. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to do that, but some people are going to perceive it that way and then they're going to get all butthurt about it, you know? So I just try to, uh, you know, minimize that kind of stuff. That's why, you know, I just, you know, out of respect for, you know, like what you want to put out there. I would have put it by you first, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm totally, you know, willing to have a conversation, but yeah, I really like going, but, um, okay. Sometime this week, may, uh, definitely not tonight. Maybe tomorrow night or the, the next night. But I might go hiking on Wednesday because the weather will be nice. Okay, well Thursday, something, whatever. I'm, I'm, you know, I'll just uh, text me or email me after. Okay. Uh, and uh, Chuck, well, it was nice to talk to you on uh, yeah, yeah, totally. and, and just stay on that subject pretty much. Okay. Yeah, sure. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot more, Joel. We'll talk later on. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Nice talk. Nice talk, guys. I'll talk to you later. Right? All right. All right. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty funny, man. I didn't think about not having any blood on that truck. There's no blood on that. And they're showing it's fake because they actually don't have any bullet holes around the, uh, you know, the driver there. They're telling you it's fake. That was done deliberately somehow. Uh, I've seen some of the windshields, but uh, yeah. there's no flash in the front of the truck or blood or anything. <laughs> they actually have the pictures up on uh, Okay, guys. Yeah, here's the thing. I got to be consistent, okay? I've actually said on the show, you know, you got real people dying, and they show you um, that there's fakery. That could be a fake picture that that's out the truck, and the real truck has blood all over it. Uh, yeah, that's true. And, you know, and, and, and they get all people all wild up about this stuff. It's fake, it's fake. Nobody died. Look at the truck, you know. Uh, it's not anything. It's just a fake picture. <laughs> you, might have nailed, you might have nailed it, Dave, right there. We'd have, we have to ask about that. <laughs> Well, how could that be the truck? The way the world looks is something as gruesome as the truck. They put that picture in its place. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. That, that could happen too. You know what I mean? So. I almost got Connie on there, but she said she wanted to come on, but she said she had to do something. So uh, she would she would have joined in there. Yeah, I miss her. More Illuminati trickery. Yeah. I need to talk to her about uh, some of these uh, different realms and uh, and uh, viewing viewing stuff. She's uh, pretty good on that stuff. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. Kind of, kind of going through this on yourself and you're uh, I'm not worried about it or anything, but sure it's nice to get somebody that's been there and get some education. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Guidance. That's the way it works. I see we're all guiding each other. We're all, we all we all have a little bit of different information we add to the table. It helps everybody. Do. You know, I just see that, you know? Uh, what you, you have what's called a collective or tribal intelligence, and that's when we all come together, we become collectively more intelligent. Uh, yes, yes. We're, here's the thing. We're, we're more intelligent collectively than we are individually. Now, to see the tribe, they used to have a wise man, and people would uh-huh. sit at his feet, and the intelligence would spread through the tribe. You see? Now, what they've done to the tribe. What they've done is isolated everybody and made them in competition, our egos, you know, I know more yeah. than you, I'm going to put it on Facebook, you're wrong, I'm right, you know. We're not benefiting from that anymore. They don't want us to. It's a collective tribal intelligence. Right, agreed. That the whole tribe benefits from it. It flows down from the knower. It's and now days. we're so confused, we don't even know who knows the truth anymore. You see that? Go ahead. Right, I agree. Yeah, and then like you said, Dave, like um, you like it when people ask questions because you say that that um, 
stimulates your um your cerebellum. How do you say it? cerebellum? You, stimu- you get stimulated. <laughs> yeah. Cerebellum. You get stimulated. You're like you get stimulated when uh they start asking you questions. You know, and that's probably what happened. The wise man would sit there and answer uh, the tribe's questions. Mm-hmm. You know, and isn't it funny how how human nature man sticks to his uh and I, I do it. You've done it. We've all done it. But yeah. sticks to their own dogma or their own uh, their own yeah, belief system. Um, you know what I mean? I it's like like Joel's kind of like Donaldson something about <laughs> sovereign man and the law and because uh, really, I can do this and uh, you have to get all the green stuff it's out. To, it's hard to break that pattern. You know what I mean? You have what? to get all the green stuff out. It's almost like it is because I know it is because I think it is. You know, so, my law. Yeah, get all the green stuff this, out. You know. <laughs> I had to break all that stuff too. You know, my laws are this way, so that's the way it is. Oh. I'm pretty sure it's God's laws are the way it is. Good job, Eva. Yeah, it's good to hear your voice, uh, Teflon. I'm, I'm sorry, I still call you Teflon, but yeah, it's cool, man. No problem, no problem. What are you up to? Uh, I don't haven't haven't heard from you for a while. I know. I've just been um working, and uh, and I mean, I keep on missing Dave. Like, I'll try to stay up. I've been missing our Sunday night conversations. Really yeah. I, I, yeah. I had I had two in a row and it really helped. It really helped me a lot. And then I had been like a, it's been like a four or five weeks. And yeah. uh, I just, I'm like kind of really, really off, kind of sinking off base with oh, I hear you, man. what we've been talking you. about. And then I, I wanted to talk, you know, Dave put me on, Dave called me to have me talk with Joel, but he was all over the place, you know, and I even wanted to hear yeah. Dave start talk. Dave was going to start breaking it down. I know. But he kept on inter- interrupting, and Dave was really actually, patient, so he just let the guy talk. I was going to say, I want to know what Dave was going to say, but I forgot what Dave started saying. You know what I mean? So, yeah. You know, I think he was talking about slavery or something like that, is what it was. But I can't remember. But uh, I wanted to hear more of it. That's all right. You know. Hey, yeah, Adam, me did too. You, did you hear that the podcast called Old English Philosophy? Um, you know, I'm not sure. I've listened to a lot of them. Okay, well, it, it's um, it, I uploaded it in room two. It's 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 the second podcast now. It used to be in room one. I'm talking to Donaldson, and he's drinking and, and getting high, and I'm, I'm out walking around talking to him. It's called Old English Philosophy Hits the Streets. Uh, but Eddie La Rosa, uh, he got a big kick out of that podcast. Yeah, you're uh, you're definitely uh, surrounded by a, a cast of characters. That's why I was like, <laughs> I was tripping out. There's going to be all these people on uh, uh, Judgment Day, if you want to call it that. They're going to go in front of the uh, the Judgment Seat and say, "Well, my laws are this way, and this and this and this and this and this." You know, making 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 a feast for themselves, and it's going to be get out of here. Bye bye. You know, <laughs> your laws don't mean anything. And you stuck to those, huh? Yeah. I've got tons of people that. Day. You have to, but my laws, but I did this. Oh, God. Yeah, I've been yeah, busy. I know. Yeah, it's like I haven't been busy, but I've been busy. I just don't have uh, If uh, to be honest with you, if I'm not doing the work thing, you know, this world thing, I've been praying, you know, and so therefore um, I'm just getting more in, more in tune with the praying type thing. It's really cool, you know what I mean? I'd rather be talking to Talking to God and the uh, the celestial beings, and I <laughs> being in the world, you know what? And, uh, and I, you know, they be, being like you, I got a family and a job and a house and all that. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it's a hard balance. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I think my problem is I'm I'm trying to wait for like the perfect moment, the perfect time 
talk to Dave, and it never works out because either uh, he's busy or I'm busy. And then plus our, my, you know, our work, like my work schedule, and then, um, you know, we're also three hours away from each other. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, it's it's almost like it's hard to say this, but it's almost like uh, it's like uh, God tells me, uh, well, you're you're with me now. Don't worry about your worldly stuff. You know, me and the angels, you know, I, the angels will take care of that for you. That kind of builds your faith. Yeah, yeah. Well, you really have to, it really is faith building. You know what I mean? It's like, well, yeah, well, I like that. No, I got to do this. I got to make these phone calls. I got to go to work. I got to, you know, I got to, I got to, I got to. Where it's like, relax, man. Mellow your heart out, guy. You know. Yeah. You know, the this is short. This is, you know, haven't I always taken care of you? All that stuff comes back to then, you know what I mean? So uh So it's, it's kinda of funny whenever uh, Dave calls and Dave always calls me opportunity like I just finished everything. I I have to do duties in this world. And finally like sit down to relax for a little bit and thinking. You know, and then five, ten, fifteen minutes later it's Dave. You know, it calls me. So I never you kind of back to the tribal type uh, uh, mind type thing. I never really get interrupted. You know what I mean? Very, very, very few nice. times. You know, so, uh, so just find the time. I guess is all I'm saying. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, he'll let, he'll let you know when you're supposed to do it. You know what I mean? It's like he picks at me. Like you know, come on, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. You know. Well, it sounds like you have to uh, adjust your uh, sleeping uh, patterns on Sunday night. That's all it is. Yeah, it's tough too because like a lot of times, um, that's one of the few times my wife, me and my wife, used to lie down and spend some time together. And, you know, mm-hmm. usually watch a, a movie or something. And uh, a lot of times I'll like wait for her to fall asleep, and but sometimes I fall asleep, and then yeah. sometimes I I feel kind of weird. Like <laughs> I feel I I I want to like you know kind of like I want to try to sneak out of bed and and go downstairs and and try to talk with Dave, but. Okay, so you guys, are you watching television in bed? Yeah. That explains it. That explains it. It's difficult to get out of bed and then go do something, yeah. Because it, you know, I mean, it's going to, so you're laying down. You're going to gradually get more relaxed and eventually probably go to sleep. Yeah, but there's been times, though, like with our time difference, if I fall asleep at 11 o'clock, Never like I'll drink a lot of milk before I go to sleep, and that'll wake me up around one or one, around one thirty. There's been a couple times where you text me at one o'clock, and you're like, "Hey, are you up?" And I'll I caught you one time because I, I did just wake up at one thirty to go to the bathroom, and then another time I didn't wake up in time. I woke up at like three or three thirty, and you had, you were, you never responded again. But yeah, I keep forgetting that you're actually over Connecticut. I was thinking you maybe were sent some time. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's like it, it, we, but see, it it almost works out because the only thing is like a lot of times when you're you're doing a show, I'm at work. Like Saturday, that's the time I do overtime. Um, you know, even like right now, I'm already got to think about okay, you know, because like now they want to train me in a new department, um, so I got to go in early. I got to go in at eight o'clock, and so I got to try to lay down earlier. It's just hmm. a lot, but um. But uh, yeah, I did. I've been wanting to talk more about um, about her because um, I think she kind of messed with me one time, like like kind of like harassed me, man. Kind of kind of nasty, being kind of nasty. And I heard you and um, I heard Teflon and you and I heard both you guys talk about how you know she plays a little head game. So yeah, play a little head game with me. 
We've got story after story that have to do with a significant other, but Chuck has a unique wife where she um, basically has a hands-off policy. Uh, I've never seen anybody like that. Actually, actually, Bella's, she's not married to him, but they've been together for like 35 years or something. I'm going, what? I don't know. It can't be that long. Um, a long, long, long time, but uh, apparently never officially married. But he—he—he's not intervention too. Wait, you lost me. What are you talking about? I'm talking about Bella's. Uh, she calls him a significant other, but they're—they're they're basically like yeah. married. Yeah. He doesn't care if she talks to men, so she just told me that uh, Saturday night. I was, Kevin and I were talking to her for hours afterwards. Oh, by, by the yeah. way, I, cr- I corrected uh, Bella a couple times, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but the audio quit early, so it doesn't show up, apparently, and Johnny said it doesn't show up. Ah. I was on the show, and Bella called me, and then later Channing called me. So we kept right on talking. The audio quit, wow. and I didn't even realize what happened until later. I go, "Hey, it's just the three of us," and I go, "Oh my God, that's because um, we're all on the phone, and, and this is different than pop shoot now." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I listened to the very end. I almost thought that when I when I went to check to see if it got uploaded. At first, it it um it looked like it didn't show up on talk shows. Like, oh no, because I was in and out, I was listening on and off because I was at work. So there's times where I had to like either talk to my boss or I had to like actually work and. I, I missed um, like the first hour, and I missed a couple couple spots. So I'm gonna I'm gonna mm-hmm. listen to that tonight at work. Anyway, you'll really like YouTube propaganda. I think it's one of the best conspiracy podcasts ever. But you have to scroll down to see it. Okay, it's farther down. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna, I, I didn't uh, I didn't do any I didn't upload anything for the while there, like in March and stuff. And I'm gonna I'm gonna fill up some of that space there by uploading some stuff. But I think I want to promote it, and I'll move it up high, and people are not gonna notice it. I was listening to it, and I was amazed at how good it was. I was really on that night. And so was Channing. Yeah, I um, I don't know. I, I guess, well, actually, you I know may have already it, heard it, because I had it in room two, but I moved it to room one. You may have heard it already. <laughs> YouTube propaganda. Maybe I, I you got to listen to it. I'd, I'd like to think I'm being kind of like led a little bit because, like you said, there's so much stuff on YouTube. I mean, they just dump all, you know, so much stuff to where, like you said, you'd need you'd need 30 people working 24 hours to to go through everything and and and, and handpick, cherry pick uh-huh. all the good stuff. And uh, that, I also believe that goes along with um that uh the Jesuit um method of uh, learning against learning. You know, they just dump so much information on you that you know. It's so hard to find the truth. That, you know, it's it is the. Uh, Otto, you said uh, earlier you wanted to talk about uh, about Azra a little bit. Do you have any questions or anything? You said that you thought maybe a little bit or something. Well, no, like um, I just I don't know. I okay. I just wanted to say that um, I've only had like one. Well, like like I told Dave the, the first time, um, when we were gonna talk. And then that that happened where I heard my name, and then yeah. um, Jay, you know, then you guys said, oh, that's 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 her, and then I was like, okay, and then um, I remember I had been um looking into uh all kind of Lilith stuff, Lilith stuff, and then um, 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I was looking at a little stuff, and then I told you what happened. I felt like I'm on the inside of my thigh, like uh, something, something scratched inside of my thigh. It was a lucid dream. I was like, right. It was kind of like one of those things where, like, I was lying down on the couch, but I was dreaming about myself lying down on the couch. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. You know, I was cool. like there in the room, but it was it was a sleep. It was an unconscious state. It was in between. You know, it's all like in between so. dreams. Understood. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Um. That's and that happened. They take me on trips sometimes. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. So um, that that kind of messed me up. I got kind of mad about that. And then we were going to talk. I was finally going to talk to you guys. And then just before we were going to talk, that's when I could have sworn I heard my wife call my name. And I looked, and it wasn't. And that's when Dave said, no, that was her. And, uh, yeah. and that happened. Um, that was happened right in between that was an hour before that they texted me we we're going to talk and an hour after that we we started talking and that's when i told them what happened so yeah just recently just recently i believe that um i think it was so last week i don't know if it was last week or the week before but um i think no it was last week before i just me and my wife had just made love and I was going to the bathroom, and I, and it was one of those things where, I, and I think this is kind of like her strategy because I thought because the cat went by at the same time, so the way the cat went by and the and what I heard, it's very easy for me to go, oh no no it was just a cat you know, but um I think, and I think I heard her say, liar I don't know liar or lies or so I was like wow was was she like, you know, like listening to my things I was telling my wife, you know, when we were being intimate? And was she <laughs> jealous or was she mad or was she? I don't she think that like, was Azra. Or was, or did she, so. what? No? Okay. No, I don't no, think that was no. Azra. Okay. No. She's not doing anything negative to anyone because um, she, has, she has kind of a bad reputation and she has to overcome that. So she's trying to keep everything okay. positive and upbeat. Oh, great. Well, yeah. I thought I heard someone whisper like, like that. Oh, you, like, oh crap! There's a good chance that you did, but I don't think it was her. No, I don't think so either. Uh, I'll tell you something about her. She's a, uh, she, as they say, when I first met her, I was, um, after I found out who she was and stuff, I was scared of her. I stayed away from her. And I, uh, I did the same thing. I did for a month. Uh, I just avoided. And then I found out she'd been with me for decades, actually. And then I was mad. And then we kind of, it took a, she left me alone and it took a while to make amends. Now I, um, I, I, I won't say the term, but it's like, I'm in love with her now. You know what I'm talking about? But she's, uh, she's, uh, what she's doing is, and what she did with me was she's, she's kind of like a dominatrix. So, I mean, she's very powerful. It's like a collie. She's always on top. Or she's got to be on top of the man. She likes to, she likes to set it up. So she's, uh, so she, she lets you know that she's in power. You know what I mean? She wants to be in control. And, uh, it comes across kind of scary when he first does that, but after you get to that point, it's very lovely. Okay, that's the best way I can explain it. Um, I think uh, it's actually a blessing that you have communication with her because most people don't or will not have a relationship with her. Okay. Uh, wait, wait, say that again because you're breaking up. Tell on, say that again. All right. I'm sorry. Most uh, you're actually most you're actually very lucky. I don't. That's not a good word, but uh. Because she really has, she really does not put that much attention, or has she doesn't really have relationships with the average man out there. Okay, so if she's showing yeah. up and stuff, 
she's checking you out, but she's also like uh, just letting you know that she's in charge sometimes. That's kind of her attitude. It, it takes a while to get to know her, you know what I mean? But after you get to know her, it's like uh, she's actually she's actually the most loveliest woman in the world. She can give more love than anybody, but she's also like, as I say, the term like a dominatrix. You know what I mean? She uh, she likes to. She uh, likes often, you know. She's a different type of woman. She likes uh, asserting her her power. All right, but she's not mean. She's never been ever been mean to me. I was just scared. I didn't know, you know. I never met anybody with that much power or authority and those kind of scary. You know what I mean? Um. So anyway, you, you'll see. As I see it, um, okay. Well, I'm without base, and I really don't. I really don't understand her. Then. It's yeah, just yeah, well, an, I mean, it's just, look at it, Chuck. It's an ancient concept. We we don't understand um, exactly the saint the sanctimonious sanctimonious state that you're in when you're before a king or a queen. You act differently. We we don't like respect these individuals. So she she still has that mindset. It doesn't change, and yeah. she likes to let you know that you're in her presence. And yeah, that's she's what, a king. That's going she's a queen. Exactly. She's a queen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So well, we're not used to that All right, well, maybe I'll get some on. Just by talking to you guys like this, maybe I'll get some clear Yeah, because I think, don't be afraid of her. Just remember, just, just respect her. Remember, she's a queen, okay? And uh, Okay. It's, it's kind of like... That's, that's a good way of putting it. I'll, I will, I'll think along those lines that, you know, yeah. I'll I, talk, I, I, I won't think bad about her, and I won't talk junk about her. I'll just because I didn't okay. know about her. Whenever the queen wants her. to bless me with whenever the queen wants to bless me with her presence, then I'll just yeah. take it for what it's worth. Yeah, yeah I was excited to go. I was actually blaming some stuff in my life on her, and I had to go back and apologize after I got to know her better. I'm sorry that I was blaming that stuff on you. You know, you know what I'm talking about? I'm sorry that I looked down upon yeah. you. Yeah. Excuse me, okay? Because I just didn't know. You know what I mean? And okay. She gave, me, she gave me plenty of space to go through it. I'll just let you know that. All right? Plenty of space. Okay? Okay. Okay, that's what I've been doing. Yeah, enough where I started. I've been, I've been, really, I've been really thinking ill. Yeah, there you go. She's still a woman, so she's still a woman. She knows what you're thinking, you know, and she knows exactly what you're going through. (laughs) She's still a woman. She still has that womanly wiles, okay? Yeah, okay. She knows how to make you jealous. And you want her back, okay? I'll tell you that right now. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Cool. Thanks for the heads up, bro. Yeah, because I I already, this is, you know, you had those negative thoughts too, didn't you? There's a whole other is all a whole other level for me, but I, you know, but I've always been um, always been fond of the term Elohim, you know, uh-huh. whenever I'm like talking to God and stuff. So, and now that I've, I've got a deeper understanding of the, the um, meaning of that word, that helps too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll just add one more thing before you go. You're sitting on the couch, kind of like having that lucid dream. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of the mindset. That mindset right there. I call it the alpha, the beta, or the beta. I'm not sure which one it is. But you almost have to be like in that state of mind to be able to talk to them. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, that's where I get my visions and stuff. You know, what I'm talking about that's where I have a really cool. because oh. I can kind of like leave this world and kind of go into there. I mean, um, I, you know, what I'm talking about. It's like it's like something. Yeah. I mean, and that's where it's kind of. I don't think we can like uh, directly right now in this conscience have a uh, um, um, like visions and. Uh, uh, Converse, you know, heavy conversations with them, or say they, you know, they show me more things when I'm in that mind right there. And that my my prayers yeah. kind of turning in. My prayers are kind of turning into that state of mind now, Otto. You know what I mean? Oh wow! Because okay. I, say, I want to run back and pray. I kind of get in that state of mind on my prayer, and I kind of relax myself before I me. Mean, I pray to I pray to the Father and everything first. You know what I mean? 
Then I yeah. kind of relax oh. a little bit and uh, try to get that state of mind. Okay, so yeah, yeah pretty well. Awesome, huh? Well, no, that's um, it's actually. It's actually easy for me. I mean, unfortunately, because of my work and my sleep schedule, I'm, I'm all jacked up. I'm all, all out of whack, and um, I've been having a lot of lucid dreams. I mean, real, real clear ones where like I know it's a dream. Oh, that's and, cool, um, man. You know that I know I know what I'm dreaming. I'm like, and I can even I even know when they're when they start going weird. I'm like, oh no, here we go. Yeah, it's turning, you know, take I mean, command I know of that. When I start take, having a bad dream. Take command of that. I mean, I've man. gotten. Yeah, even even years ago, I used to know when I was going to have a bad dream. You know, it's funny because what I used to do is if I was having a bad dream, I try to jump yeah. out a window. If I was in a house having a bad dream, wow. I try to jump out a window because I knew I would wake up. And a lot yeah, of I I had could... bad dreams where, like, I was trying to jump out a window. They knew they're like, oh, he's going over the window, and they're grabbing my leg. Yeah, out of the thought, they've been working on you for longer than you think, then because they mm-hmm. they gave you that. Okay, so you know the average man doesn't have that. They gave that to you. Use in the future. Yeah. Now, now you're you know, like I say, a lot of stuff they showed me over the last uh, thirty years or so. Um, I didn't really understand, yeah. but now I'm starting to understand why they why they trained me and gave me some of the tools that I have. You know, I'm talking about some of the understanding, the vision I could have. So, uh, it's just, I like I say, I, I only know about point oh 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 five percent of this anyway. I'm, I'm learning too, man. Yeah. I'm just I'm just realizing where it's coming from. Praying for protection. Direction, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, yeah, cool. I'll let you go. Hey, hey, Otto. Yeah, I'm gonna add you to a secret. I'm gonna add you to a secret Facebook group about Azura. It's called the Greg Otis. Okay, cool. I, I'm not doing anything there, but I think I think I might actually post something. I'm not sure, but I'm gonna add you to it. But it, you, you can scroll down. There's a huge amount of information. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> You'll get a kick out of it if you want to look at it. Yeah, no, I have a Facebook group. It, it's a big one. And uh, I kicked a bunch of people out of there. But um, I can reactivate that. And what you could do, um, that one needs to post somewhere. And uh, you, you and her could post in there. I'm not really motivated to do a whole lot. But um, I may reopen that. So, uh, it's called it's called the, theological conspiratorium. <laughs> oh wow! Anyway, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. that group. Yeah, because um, I definitely I'm always I'm always thinking um, I'm always thinking about when, I'm wondering when she's gonna pop up again. So she'll she, 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 handle you with kids clubs. Absolutely. With what? Absolutely. With what? Kids gloves. Okay. Okay. Cool. She wants you to feel comfortable being around her. Yeah. But I, but I but you know what I but I am I am so like I love the concept of like Elohim like you know uh, a whole um, hierarchy of uh, you know of heavenly beings because I always believe that I've always been surrounded and protected you know and and when you the way you describe it Dave like you know it's like you're just like a like a um, you know, like a bunch of princes and kings and princes and uh, princesses and a heavenly court, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I've always believed that I've been protected and surrounded by you know more than one thing. You know, just I just want to say something real quick because I, I always about, just thought it was angels. You know, I talked about the seventy. I tried to get some evidence from scripture. It's a little bit thin, but uh, I did, I forgot to mention that the Sanhedrin which is comprised of 70, is an earthly type of a heavenly Ah, uh, 
the on that's yeah. evidence that they believe that they believe in the concept of uh-huh. of an Elohim like that, like a heavenly hierarchy, council, like a um, yeah hierarchy, yeah, like a round table kind of thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, wow. There's also there's cool. also an example of seventy sons in scripture. I forget who the patriarch was, but he had seventy sons, and that's the type of as well. Okay, sorry. What was that? My daughter's asking for some water. Uh, there's another example where in scripture where a patriarch has seventy sons. I forget who that was though. Uh, yeah, you know what? The seventy Sanhedrin. That's so man. Wow, that just slapped me upside the head. That's so clear. That that's evidence of. Uh, them believing in the same concept that that you talk about. Well, they're all judges, I, you know. Huh. And in uh, in in, in uh, Isaiah one, it says, "Your judges will be restored as is in the days of old." So the uh, seventy will be back on earth in the new Israel. Hey, Otto, yeah, another thing. Go ahead, Moshe. Have you talked to your higher self lately, out of curiosity? Um, I've been not really talked, not really talked, but I've been um, I've been mindful. Like, there's a couple times where I'm like, hmm, I wonder if that was. But I still, I, I, I still, I'm still at that point where I gotta really, I gotta really um, 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 deprogram myself on a lot of stuff because you know Dave, Dave knows that I come from like. Uh, I just got a lot of Christian propaganda, man, in my mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, years, dump, of years and years of oh, yeah. a dumb church, a, a dumb church background. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, and I, just, I, I was, like I got to constantly like be like, hey, I got to constantly like deprogram myself. A lot of stuff. I, I I catch myself like um the um what do you call that? What do you, what do you call that when you Dave? You admit that sometimes you did it or you did it for years. Um. Like your, what do they call it? cognitive distance, you know what I mean? Like kicks in. Uh-huh. What's that? How's it? How's it? That's is that how? Is that? The, yeah, like that. It kind of like kicks in, and like I, I, I struggle. I, like I said, I'm still struggling with um the whole great goddess thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I, God, I, what am I, what am I getting my? You know, I do. I'm just gonna be honest. Like I'd be like, what am I getting myself so into? You know what I mean? Like who's this Dave guy? Like, well, it, this is all on. optional. The <laughs> she's optional, and so is the higher self. That's optional. Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't have to believe in the revelations either. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, if this, listen, like you said, um, a lot of times people won't deal with anything unless it's being laid in their lap. And uh, and then on top of it, I have been searching for, uh, I'm always searching for, I always want to, like, I'm always searching for deeper truths with God, and, and he's laying it right on my lap, you know what I mean? So I got to. I don't want to miss out. What I'm saying is, I also don't want to miss out. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you know, like you said, not not everybody's on this level, or on this page. You know, so I, I don't want to miss out. If God's if God's trying to give me an edge, that's another thing too that goes through my head. Like I, you know, what I mean, I I feel like God's giving me an edge because or I do believe in the I do believe in the concept. Even like Dave explained it even better. I want to get the two scriptures that he told me, but I've always but the 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 way that it helps me to understand it, you know, to to, to um is that when it talks about in Ephesians about how God has seated us in heavenly places, you know, seated us next to Jesus in heavenly places. Hey, be careful, you guys. Are you okay? Here, let me see. Okay, it was an accident. A little brother, a little sister uh, conversation out here. <laughs> Sorry about that. 
Hello? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. Okay, no, I um one of the the one I told Dave one of the ways that, that one of the scriptures that helped me to um grasp the concept of a um of a higher self. You know, because right away my mind is like, Oh, that's so new agey, uh and my brain starts melting. Right. Oh, right. No, 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 think and, ancient. Think ancient and then Okay, uh, ancient. And then cover up. Yeah, yeah. ancient cover up. The Illuminati slaps New Age on it, and Christians just freak out and run, run out the direction. Yeah, ancient belief that was covered. And I don't up. want to miss out. And I don't want to miss yeah. out. I don't want to be like every other Christian. Well, the way I look at it, direction. time is getting short. You start to bring a few people and these tools out for understanding and direction. Is the way I look at it. Honestly. Yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, I talk. Everybody you talk to, it's like all of a sudden, I say, "What am I doing? This is crazy. This is all in my mind." Yeah. <laughs> That, that happens to me too. Almost, you know what I mean? But I've seen too much, and uh, I've had too many. Um, they've shown me too much, where I, I just don't yeah. think I'm that yeah. You know what I mean? Well, but what also helps me was part of my testimony. I, I told Dave. I don't think I ever. I don't think I ever talked about it in front of you, um, Teflon. But um, something that happened with me that's always like I always believe that I've got kind of a well, two things that happened. One. You know, I'd been in and out of Christianity for years, you know, up and down, back and forth, in and out of the uh-huh. church. And uh-huh. finally, there was a time. There was finally a time in my life where, um, um, I don't know how else to say it, but um, you know, a, um, they, a demon came out of me. Like, I mean, uh, the full on. Yeah, yeah. like, I'm, I'm right. flipping like a log in the church, and you know, big old like sick, big old Jesus trying to hold me down and pray for me. I'm blacking out, eyes rolling in the back of the head, tongue, tongue yeah. wagging like a like a snake, all that stuff. You know, what I mean, groaning, moaning, screaming, wow. and. Uh, so I had, so I had that. So that was like, that was a, um, that, that was a, um, what do you call it? Um, talking kind of loud outside. I don't want to freak out my neighbors. Um, Hey, 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 no, no, you don't do that to the van. You guys play in the dirt. And, uh, so <laughs> they, I gave them screwdrivers and they're, they're poking my van with the screwdrivers. Like, no, man, it's poke the dirt. <laughs> right. Yeah. I love poke the dirt, not the van, poke the dirt, not the van, buddy. <laughs> and then, um, so, th- so that's always been like a landmark, like a stepping stone in my life. Like, okay, that, and that, I struggled with that for a lot of years because a lot of people, you know, they they didn't understand what happened, you know. That yeah, yeah. And then uh, what helped me was years later, God used me with um. There was a, a a preacher that was known for you know for praying out demons and stuff, and these people brought um this kid, this uh-huh. young kid, this young kid, and uh, I I was able to help. I was like me and his dad held him down while they were yeah. praying for him, and I mean he spit at me, he bit me. Um, wow. Demon told me I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill your kids. I mean, just all this stuff, man. Like wow. punched me, yeah, punched me, spit on me, bit me, all kinds of crazy stuff. And then his dad told me later on. He said, "Wow, you're really strong because um, last time we tried to do this, it took me and five other guys, or me and three other guys, to hold him down." Yeah. So that yeah. like, I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't like think, "Oh, I'm so strong." Like physically, but I was like, "Wow, the Lord used me." So that was like, because a lot of years I was wondering, you know, did I really shake that stuff? So for yep. a lot of years, I was thinking, did I, did I really shake those demons? So that yep. confirmed it to me that God showed me that, hey, I'm using you. You know what I mean? You, I, you know what I mean? I, del- you know, I, um, I, um, um, exercise demons out of you. Now I'm using you to help yep. exercise demons. So that's just, a, you know, that confirmed it with me that, okay, I'm over that hump. Now we can, you know, move forward. And I also believe that, um, God spared me, you know, for, for, for a special reason, you know, in the last, the last end times. So. I don't, I don't, did you even think about it or did you just do it for that kid? Did you just put it? Hey, you know, did it right? What's that? Uh, when you're with the, uh, the kids hey, hey, around. Hey. You didn't even think about it, you just did it, right? Yeah, I helped, man, because he was 
he was uh he was he was manifesting big time. And he was skinny. He was probably like 15 at the time. Skinny looking. Yeah. Probably like maybe maybe 150 pounds. But man, yeah. he was strong, man. I had to like I had him in like this hold where I had my legs because he was kicking. So I had yeah. to like I scissor locked my legs around his legs and I held one of his arms yeah. down like an arm lock, and then his dad held his other arm down in another arm lock. I mean, we're like we're like doing like arm locks where we had to like lay all the way down and use our weight and hold his yeah. arm on our chest, and he was man still still moving us around. It was it was intense. Cool. But it was awesome. I was I was like I was so happy. Like everybody else, I think people were kind of tripping out because I was like, I was so happy that God would use me like that like, because ten years before that, I was the guy that was there trying to hold down the ground. Yeah, I, I was know? Think, you didn't even think about it. You just naturally joined the battle, just naturally, right? Just joined the battle. You had to. You had to do it, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yep. Yep. There you go. All right. So cool. so with that, I I've, I always felt that I've had an edge, you know, and then um yeah. and now um. And then I've just, like, the last three years, um, God's just been peeling away the layers, you know. Like I said, right. I went, like, through all the way up to now to where, you know, like, all the different conspiracy avenues that you got to go through. Yeah. To now, right. to where, to now to where I finally, you know, I feel blessed also that I get to talk, you know, because you always hear Dave talk about, you know, we got stuff going on in the background, you know. So everybody's like, ooh, what's that? You know what I mean? I want to get it on that. And, <laughs> and go, so, you know, so... So now I really feel privileged that, that God would allow me to, uh, you know what I mean? Now I, I love being able to talk to, to, um, to you guys right now like this, you know, because um, I believe this is part of the process too. I, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I, I think God, like what you're saying is I think God's putting the band back together. He doesn't understand that concept, but I like he's putting the band back together. He's building, he's building his army, you know, he's getting, he's getting his troops back together. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. The way I'm, he's definitely He's definitely surrounded Dave with a, with a with a man with a, uh, a man a cast of characters some personalities from every wow I just I like I said I was blown away I was like oh no Dave didn't he's got Bella you know <laughs> talking and then he's got Channing he let Channing in on the call with Bella I was like oh my god I was like what's gonna happen next because you know he's yeah. like he wow I was like wow man this is gonna be good <laughs> I, I see something Otto you're a uh, you're an uh, you're you're like me you're in the warrior class okay. <laughs> no doubt, you're uh, going to be. Yeah. Your, I see that you're you're uh, you and I are going to be working together. There's no doubt about that. Okay, because that's kind of my uh, that's what is pushing me into the uh, the warrior type class. You know what I mean? So, um, you'll find out. You'll see. You'll know. Yeah, you're already doing it. I mean, that's cool. You got a lot of the same background, the same training I've had. You know what I mean? And we all have unique training and stuff, though. But he's shown you. I have the same exact thoughts. It was always like I always knew he was there, and I always knew I was protected. And uh, but it took me many years of going through that. It's like I almost went through a stage where I knew that, so I—I uh, I don't want to say I abused it, but I tested it. You know what I'm talking about? Um, I got confidence out of it, relying on it, good or bad. I had confidence out of it. You know what I mean? So, uh, uh, yeah, he starts being, he's, uh, he's being a little lofty, I guess, maybe even you know, because you just know you're not going to get beat up. You know you're going to walk out of it. You know what I mean? So. Uh, anyway, that's just, that was my, my past part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know what, that is, that, that is a good way of putting it, because you, you can get kind of, I don't know, I just, I've always, I don't know, I'm always thinking about God, you know, he's always like on the, like, uh, um, like on the, I like to say on the side of my mind, because like, no matter what I'm yeah. doing, I'm always like, he's I'm always, like always there. conscientious that, yeah, I'm always conscientious that he's like, right, I don't know, I'm always thinking about him, I may not always like, like, 
formerly like right, like right. I should. I don't get down. I don't get down on my knees enough like I should. I, I start constantly like, thinking. Of, and he does something just to bring me right back. You know, whether it's uh, one way or the other, he does something like, "Oh shit, I forgot." You yeah. know what I mean? I didn't put him in front of me. You know. So. But yeah, but then I've always because I've, I've never I've never believed in the um, you know the the rapture concept. So when Dave yeah. starts breaking down, like, and then now now that the things that God is showing me, and like you said, like getting you know like um you know getting some you know getting some orders together when when when, when and then when you think about how like um, they talked about the New Exodus and the um yeah. the Davidic King yeah. coming back, and uh, I started thinking along the lines of okay, you know what, you know, um if if history is also, um, how do you guys put it? Not linear, but what's the opposite of linear? Um, cyclical. Yeah. Yes. If history is cyclical, because you know, I, I was surprised because um, I was even surprised that um, Rob Skiba of all people. Now he was he even kind of talks about this about a um, a new Exodus where God would kind of repeat some of the same plagues and stuff that really? he did before. I, I gotta find it because I, I guess I I'm, think he, I think he's been listening. I'm all to over the place. Podcast. What's that? Hey, what's that? I, I think, think he's been listening to the podcast, Dave. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I, 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 I was telling Dave, um, I think that, um, I also think that that um, Zeph Daniels was listening to Dave's podcast for a while there too, because I, I tapped in um, Mandela Effect in the podcast, you know, in the iTunes, and uh-huh. uh, he was one of the, he was one of the only guys that was, you know, talking about it, and this, along the same lines that me and Dave have been discussing about it. Uh-huh. So I was like, yeah. I was like, wow, he's starting to sound like Dave, man. Hey, hey, Otto, Otto I'll let you go. I'm going to give you a little uh, piece of gold here that I just discovered and stuff. And uh, we were talking about the past and stuff. And uh, God was always there. Didn't put him in front of me sometimes. But he was always there. And uh, I kind of forgot about him. What I'm what I'm realizing now is one of the biggest tra- tragedies and downfalls I've had is I forgot. And I knew I knew the power of prayer. I was a prayer warrior. And I forgot the power of prayer. Put praise, you know what I mean? I mean, very little. Yeah. Right? You know, now I'm really working on the prayer part of it. And the prayer part of it is kind of like you just say, I'm kind of praying and then kind of going into that lucid dream type stage. And that's where I'm getting a lot of this information because I, he's developing the relationship and the communication factor. Okay. And it all comes from prayer. That's just one. I just want to let you know that. All right. And uh, I'll tell okay. him tonight, it's to the point where I'm praying hours and hours a day. I understand now. These people in the past, the ancients, how they had to work on it, work on it, work on it, because of the, the burning and the yearning in their heart to have a closer relationship with God. Um, in our physical state, I think we have to do that. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to pass yeah. that up. And it's very, i got to find the time to do it now. And uh, and that's all right. It's no big deal. And, he, and you know how he works? He finds the time for me. You know what I mean? Kind of like he says, is, don't worry yeah. about the, the wilds of the world. I'll take care of that. You're just great. You're doing good. You know, yeah, they You'll actually say to me, you're doing good. Is that wild? Okay. Yeah, I know there's no excuse. I know. Oh, you know what's going to... Uh, there's a couple more things I did want to I did want to mention. What? Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, my daughter was um, asking for something. No, I just... um, I wanted to say that um, I, I no longer get good um reception down in the basement anymore. I still would go down the basement and talk. Ah, uh-huh. right, right. And I and I think I know why. Because of the the way my basement sits with the um with those you know if I don't know if you ever seen like the East Coast where they got like the um the windows like we've got like these little windows but they're kind of like below the ground. 
they sit inside a, I don't know how to describe it. I have to maybe take a, a picture and send it to Dave. But I think it's because um, I put a bunch of, um, I put some, some organ, some organ mm-hmm. things right there. I put a, because I got, I got a front window and a back window. And um, I've got um, a big old, big old chunk of Oregon on both windows. So I'm almost thinking maybe the signal won't go down below the way that the, the way that Oregon is working. Huh. <laughs> it's blocking. A, it's I, blocking everything. Huh? Okay. Yeah, it's blocking the signal down there. It's got to be. That's the only thing I can think of. I used to be able to talk to you guys all the time before I had that down there. Yeah, 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 yeah. One thing I did like, I bought it from Sherry Shriner. I bought like the, she got like a twelve pack for fifty bucks. She gave me like twenty pieces. Yeah. The hockey pucks, yeah, like twenty hockey pucks. She gave me um two really big ones, almost like they weren't hockey pucks. They were like um cone shaped, pretty big. I put that's the ones I put one in front of my house, one in the back of my house in the um in the um where the windows at. There's a window, and then we got like a piece of metal that keeps the the um the ground from going, you know, all the way up against your window. Because the window is actually below the level of the, the ground in the front and the back. So I dropped them in there. So, wow. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm thinking maybe. But, uh. I've never played with it myself, Oregon. You never, you never what? I never, I don't know. I just, I've never experienced or played with it. You know, uh, I just haven't, you know. Uh, um, yeah. Well, I, I hear everybody talking about it, and um, I figure, well, if it does, cool. If it doesn't, cool. I, I got yeah, that. right, if, right, right. If I got, if I got someone that doesn't work, then yeah. I, I'm okay. If I don't have someone that does work, then hey, you know, let me. Uh, no, I agree. Let me get, I, some, any, let me get some anyways. To, to me, to me, but, they're uh, all like kind of like. I mean, in my mind, and I could be totally wrong on this. They're they're all kind of like supplements. Some work and some don't for me. You know what I mean? And, and uh, yeah, that's. And I, I I could be totally wrong, you know what I'm saying? So don't hold anything I'm saying right now. Yeah. Maybe I'm just unaware and I don't know, you know. So so I can't poo-poo anything, you know what I mean? Um, I mean, yeah. people have talisman. I I'm actually carrying a uh, I got like a medallion type thing right now, which uh, getting told me to That's get. That's my next thing I want to get. It. But now it's like I yeah. have this thing wherever I go because nothing else. It reminds me about the Lord, and I you know, and I think it's like. Um, it's like I have a piece of something to remind me the Lord's with me. You know what I'm talking about? I'm not I'm not relying on the on the uh, on the medallion, but just having it uh-huh. reminds me of the Lord. Now it's to the point where I leave. It's like where, where's my medallion? Where's my medallion? You know what I mean? It's like I, like I gotta. Well, I go work out. I take it with me and put it in my pocket. You know what I mean? It's just uh, little things like that. If I can't find it, I like where are you? Where are you? You know you're hiding from me again. Ah, oh, there you are. Thank you. <laughs> That's the next thing I want to get is um a couple uh things like that. And before I was even, before I even knew anything, I used to have a, um, way back before I was saved, I used to have a, a big old chunk of quartz. I used to wear the necklace. Yeah. Yeah. Just because yeah, yeah. it, it was cool. And the, the town I grew up in, was a bunch of, we had a bunch of, um, neo, I call them neo hippies. Cause, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> it was the eighties, but they were walking around barefoot with tie dye on and eating yeah, acid sure. and all that stuff, you know? Yeah. But, um, that's the next thing I want to get is a, a medallion, a good medallion to. Uh, yeah, I, I got a thing. It's called. It's uh, it's like a little flat little disc. It's uh, made out of bronze or brass, and uh, it's um, um, it's called a Metatron uh, Metatron cube, and it's just a little flat plate. You know what I mean? But it's got. Uh, nice. If you don't know, what Metatron is uh, Metatron's like a. Yeah. Uh, like, 
okay, you know he is. He's kind of like an archangel. I just barely, I just barely learned about it. Uh, Metatron is. Um, he's in the book of. Um, uh, Enoch. Enoch is that Enoch yeah. that when he, Enoch. Enoch became is that Enoch? Yeah. Enoch became Metatron, right? Um. He, what Enoch? Okay, Metatron was Enoch's higher self. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There we go. That's what I meant. Okay. Yeah. 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 He was Jesus's higher self. Okay. Now, I know yeah, that yeah. sounds. Um, that's going to be a problem. A lot of it just has to do with the word Metatron. Throw the word Metatron out. Yeah. It'll be easier. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sorry about that. Everybody has an upper and lower form. That they covered it up. So that's that's. Yeah. Yeah. It. That's what you're trying to figure out whether that's true or not. <laughs> I've been carrying that little disc around with me, and as I say, whether I, uh, um, it just to me, it's like I always have, you know, a, uh, a powerful, uh, a powerful, you know, way with me. I mean, Metatron's in the throne room up there, you know what I'm talking about? So it's like, it just does. It's to me, that, that was kind of my connection to having a, a talisman, if you want to call it that, you know, like a medallion type thing. So, and, you know, I can live without it, but it's just kind of, kind of grew on me, man. It really kind of grew on me. You know? Okay. Um, is Kenny inside? Is right there? Okay. Leave a win inside? Okay. What are you doing out here? You okay? It's really hot out here. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I was going to, um, Dave, you still on? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, added, I, you know, I added you to that group. It's it's kind of uh, it's got a funny name. It's called Cult of the Grey Goddess. I'm being facetious. <laughs> Christians, is that to keep Christians away? Big <laughs> uh, humor. Nobody feels entirely comfortable with the subject, so I'm trying to focus on that. It's kind of open for what? Nobody feels entirely comfortable with the subject, uh, so I'm just yeah. kind of focusing on that a little bit. Okay. Okay, so I'm not the only one. Okay. Cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everyone, Dave. Otto, everyone, okay? Okay. Okay. If, if you were comfortable, then you would be the only one, just so you know. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. 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 Man, see, that helps right now. That, see, it, took, it only took two hours, but that's exactly what I needed to hear. That's the word I needed to hear. <laughs> yeah. Everybody goes through oh. it like a great... Uh, uh, and it makes you ask a lot of questions, you know what I mean? So, but uh, it's interesting. If you get to know her, you get to know the whole hierarchy and the way they work. And uh, they're people just like us. They kitty bitch, and they they uh, they get jealous, and they get uh, you know what I mean? So they uh, yeah, wow. It's like big, it's like a big family, man. It's a big family. Dave will, Dave kind of jokingly says it's like the Adams family or the Munsters. It's a dysfunctional family, just like we have down here. Okay, you have the brothers, you have the sisters, and they, they just you know, and they love each other sometimes, and sometimes they're fighting, and somebody does something, and they're mad for a while, then they come back. You know what I mean? They wow. ignore each other. You know, they get, it's hilarious. Just, you know, they auto. They have more. Yeah, more. you need to understand that they're all imperfect, and they cover all that up. The, the, okay. the Christian concept of the perfect angel is, is not found anywhere in the Bible. It's contradicted by Scripture, specifically in Romans 8. And they, they want you to believe that. It's not true. But I, I have to admit, when you look at angels, you know, they don't appear like they have any defects. But God says they do in Job chapter 4. says he charges his angels with error. 
You have to inf- you have to be able to infallibly prove uh, that only that only refers to Genesis six. It's impossible to do that. It doesn't tell you that anywhere. So that's a massive assumption on Christian's part. At the same time, you can't use that passage to prove that they are imperfect. Okay, when he says he charges the angels of the air, I mean, excuse me, that he's only talking about that he's talking about all angels. Uh, you have to look at other scriptures to, to figure that out. Okay, and then um, another thing, Dave, I've compiled. I finally, I need to do a little more cross referencing. I've compiled, I think, seventeen. Oh, I have it right here in my back pocket. Seventeen scriptures that have changed. A piece of paper. I've got wow. One, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven um, in the Old Testament. Seven in the Old Testament. Plus, there's another seven in the Old Testament that the word "thing" shows up now, and there's a new one too that I got to get. So that's in the New Testament. I've got this is just a, this is just what I did at work. Well, you know, I had time to compile it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten in the New Testament. So yeah. So I've got eight now in the Old Testament and ten in the New Testament wow. right now that I've got compiled. And the obvious ones. I mean, I've got obvious ones where, like, um, I've been wanting to tell Dave about Deuteronomy 17.1. Look at the word there. They told That's like a total. Now they're doing, there's two of them, um, Isaiah 36.12 and Deuteronomy 17.1, where they're just, like, just, like, shoving in your face, like, like if you, you know, like, look at stupid. You know what I mean? We're doing, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. You can't figure out how we're. You can't figure it out how we're doing it. And even if we told you how you do it, probably wouldn't. You know, you couldn't accept it and wouldn't believe it. But um, that's uh, I could do a whole show. We could run through a whole show on. Uh, I want you to do that with me. Uh, I just wrote down a note. Yeah. So we can do. We could do. Uh, we could Mandela do a, effect update. Yeah, I we could do. I could do where I could do a quiz. I like, go, okay, Dave. Um. I, or we could even ask somebody, you know, someone that knows the Bible really good. Be like, okay, do you do you know off the top of your head? Have you ever memorized this scripture? You know, do have them do the Lord's prayer, and then have mm-hmm. them look up the Lord's prayer, and they're like, what? No way. You know, and then um, um, another one too, another little tidbit. Those pictures that I sent you, I don't know if you remember. I know you get sent so much stuff, Dave, but there's a picture with that like weird, crazy scientist-looking guy that's sitting in the room. It's on CERN's website where he's sitting in the room with a stack and stack of papers at his desk and. And they show one picture where, you know, you barely see the, the he's got like two um, big old um, construction paper cards and one says Mandela on it, but it's kind of like falling down sideways to where, you know, part of the word's blocked out, but you can still tell it's an M and you can still kind of tell it says Mandela on a bright piece of like orange um, construction paper. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that picture, Dave? I don't know if you remember off the top of your head. You didn't send that to me on Skype, did you? Yeah, I did. I sent oh, you on Skype. I don't picture. recall it. Um... I haven't okay. had Skype open in a while. All right. My computer is slow. And it's no, 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 not easy. Skype, not Skype. I'm sorry. No, Facebook Messenger. Facebook Messenger. I'm sorry. Hmm. I'll this have to like, look for it. I don't remember seeing yeah, it. Yeah, this is probably like, this could, this could be three weeks ago, you know. Okay. But uh, well, I found another another part of it was that the, there's a, there's another card behind it, and it says Bond number one. And I was watching that one. You know that big heavy set girl from like down south? But she's uh, she's uh, talking about Mandela Effect part one, two, three, and four. Yeah. 
Well, I'm halfway through part two, and she said that some of the people, you know, that that are researching the stuff, she says, I, I, you know, she's like, I love y'all. You just, you know, get digging and stuff. And and I guess come to find out that um, the card behind it, this is Bond number one. I guess in the the first James Bond movie, I guess the guy's name was um, um, oh, what's Mandela's first name? Nelson. Nelson. Yeah, I guess the I guess James the James Bond movie, the first James Bond movie that was ever made. His first mm-hmm. name was, his, you know, his real name, not 007, but his real name was Nelson. Really? Wow. Yeah, that's that's what she said. I haven't I haven't double checked it, but uh, but that's just you know that's like to me that's like the little little you know head games Illuminati likes to play. You know, a little like right out in front of you, you know, right you know where right where you can see it, but if you're not looking, you're not going to see it. You know, that whole world. the Illuminati had a famous uh, politician in the sixties called Nelson Rockefeller. What was before it? your time. Uh, they had a famous politician called? in the 1960s called Nelson Rockefeller. Oh, yeah? Chuck would probably remember. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Sure, 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 sure. But, yeah, we could definitely do that, get together at one time, and um, we could just go down from the ones that um I compiled. And then, like I said, it keeps, it keeps on happening, and um, I just keep on getting more and more proof. Um, I... I was finally, I finally told my wife um, Sunday morning, I said, hey, we need to talk. When are we going to talk about this Mandela effect? Because, you know, it's yeah. real and it's happening. Uh, real quick, um, I've been through this kind of stuff before with uh, wives and stuff like that. The reason you need to do this is because there's a gap forming between you and her, and it's going to get bigger yeah. and bigger and bigger, and you're going to have running the problems trying to communicate if you don't give her exactly. up. Exactly. Try to keep her involved. It's not going to go well yeah. in a marriage. You've got to do something now. Yeah, and it, it helped. I'm glad I said that in the morning because when we got to church, <coughs> actually that, that lady that's talking, that video I sent you, that I linked you to, I think, that I put on my uh-huh. Facebook. Yeah, I, I, I watched I actually, that today. Oh, you did? Yeah, I actually don't like her. Like, she, there's just something about her. I really, I just, uh, she just, you know, yeah. and I know that's just, you know, she gets on my nerves. There's probably something in my heart God's trying to work on, you know, but she's doing the prayer. I heard her start to do the prayer. That's why, like, I don't get the beginning of it. So I'm like, grab my phone. I'm like, Oh my God, Oh my God. And my wife's like, what is wrong with you? You know? And I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to see if she's going to say it. <laughs> so like I record, I'm like, I'm like, yes, yes, she said it. Cause she's just <laughs> saying it by memory. She's saying it by memory. She's standing up there, mm-hmm. with nothing in front of her. Just re- and having the whole church repeat it by memory. Yeah. If you look, that's another, that's another one that's been changed across the board. Dave is, uh, I think it's Matthew six twelve. It doesn't okay. say trespasses anymore. It says debtors. Now, it says trespasses a little bit further down, but I've checked every major version that everybody uses, you know. That the well, that even shows it's been altered because it should be consistent be translated that way both places. Exactly. Yeah, that's more proof that it's been altered. Because it, uh-huh. say, why would it say debtors? Why would it say debtors? And then two scriptures later, two or three scriptures down down the text, it says trespasses again. Mm-hmm. That, that's more proof, you know. Oh, man, but I, I was like, yes. <laughs> But yeah, you watched that today. I'm all she said, trespasses. Yeah. <laughs> and she she also said, um, on the earth, not in the earth. Now it says in the earth in the King James mm-hmm. version. But in the but in some of the other versions, it still says on the earth. So it it never said uh, in the earth. That's ridiculous. No, it never did. And I and that that's one of the that's one of the ones I'll stand on that is that is diabolical and that if people I believe that's something that they do. 
like like you said, how um the, our language is weaponized, and mm-hmm. really our, our whole language, like a lot of words, are just magic when we realize we're saying it, you know. Um, and I believe that new Christians or people that aren't hip to the to the effect that's happening, the, the thing that's happening, when you pray in the earth, I mean, I, I believe that's diabolical and it changes the whole the whole prayer because what's in the earth, Hades, Hades, that, you know. But that's that's nothing too that a lot of Christians don't have that concept. They think you know they don't they don't even they don't even you know. I like the biblical, um, the biblical view of, of the earth. You know, people, yeah, people don't cavern, think the Hades a, a is a lower middle. cavernous. They think it's a molten. They think it's a molten core. You know, in, in, in middle school, they taught them that it was a you know molten core in the middle. And, you know, and that's where we get lava and all that stuff. So. Yeah. But they don't. They don't realize that you know Hades is below it. The Hades is an actual physical place, like you talked about. Mm-hmm. So that that'll go right over the head. You know. And, mm-hmm. you know, you should say on the earth as it is in heaven. Now it says in the earth as it is in heaven. That just changes it. And I believe it's diabolical. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, I'm outside. I'm doing uh, – my parents are coming by again. My parents were here uh, Sunday, and then they're coming by again tomorrow, and I've been lagging on our front yard, so I'm out here trimming my rose bush. And my wife's plant. My wife planted a plant out front, and uh, I planted a plant. There's actually a rose bush when we moved here in the front yard, and it's like it's like I call it the I call it the Charlie Brown rose bush because it looks crazy. It's like it looks so ugly. It's got big old gaps and everything. And I love roses, and I love my little rose bush, and I'm trying to work with it, but it looks beat up. <laughs> it looks, looks like uh, Charlie Brown's Christmas tree. Wow. But um, yeah, I'm still trying to compile more of them, and then I know, like in Matthew and Luke, I need to um, I need to go back and forth and um, double check because I know, like in a lot of the Gospels, there's uh, the same the same scriptures in in each Gospel, so I got to go through and do that. I just haven't gotten around to it, but there's more and more proof, and. Uh, Another good one too was I, I think I sent you um you you've seen it, you watched it with that um that Twilight Zone where they uh quoted the Genesis one one and they said heavens not heaven. Mhm. But uh, all right, well I don't know what what time is it? Two yeah, o'clock. I gotta run up. I got to run off to work here for a while, so I'll catch you guys later on. Okay. Nice I'm going to talk to, to Chris Mandez. He wants to talk to me in a private call. All right. Okay. okay. That's fine. And I did. I got a word. I, I, um, I'm glad I got to talk to you, Teflon. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Excellent. I, 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 I added you to that Grey Goddess group. You can look around there. You got to scroll down. Okay. Everything sinks to the bottom. Yeah, I probably will. Uh, when I go upstairs to lie down, you know, when I'm trying to unwind, I'll probably uh, flip through that, and um, that'll definitely help. But, but yeah, I kind of needed to uh, touch bases again with you guys, just kind of. Because, you know, all that, it's been like a month. And in that time, you know what I mean, um, you know, my, my mind wanders and, you know, all these different directions. And, you know, and then you, you second-guess yourself and, you, you, and then all the, um, and then, like I said, all the all the Christian propaganda that I've been taught through the years, that comes to the surface. And, you know, I, I kind of battle in my mind about things that I'm learning that God's showing me. And I'm just trying to make sure it's God and it's not, you know, the devil and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. We'll talk um, to you. Yeah, thanks. 
Thanks for your yeah. time, you guys. I really appreciate oh, yeah. it. Really it, good it was fun. Really good talking to you, Teflon. Always good talking to you, man. Okay. Same uh, thing. And you too, cool. Dave. Thanks for the time, man. Thanks for your time, bro. Thanks for uh, asking me if I want to get on the call. I wanted to talk to you, uh, Joe, more about my experience. Kind of like, you know, help him out with his, but he was, you know, he's all over the place. <laughs> all right. Gotcha. Bye. All right. Okay. Later. Oh, all, right, all right, Dave. Thanks again, man. Yeah, bye, bro. Thank you. Later. Yeah. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.